0: From the Talking Disney Studios in Shine, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada. This is the Talking Disney Podcast.
1: To all who come to this happy place,
0: welcome. And here are your hosts,
2: I'm Jason, and I'm Cody, and I'm James, and welcome to episode 116
0: of the Talking Disney
2: Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I'm here once again with my co-host, Cody and James. What is going on, guys?
0: What's happening? Hey, hey, hey.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Cody sounds a little miffed. I don't know why.
0: (laughs) Are you you, you upset, Cody, about something? No. Not Nope, not anymore. You good? (laughs) I'm good. We're recording. You should be good now. We're recording. Everything works.
2: I sound normal.
1: Just an hour behind schedule, that's all.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We're trying to start at 7.30 Mountain. We ended up starting at 7.30 Pacific. So Uh I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right.
1: It's all good. It's all good. Technical
2: difficulties. It happens. At least we got to record it didn't have to cancel. So.
0: Yep. I was I was because Lucy's like, you wanna just grab the laptop? You know, that worked when you know we were in between computers and I was like, This computer is so new that I am figuring this out. I will cancel <laughs> recording and be like, sorry guys, I gotta figure this out. You know, if it'll I have, be, to, it'll be, it'll if I have it'll to be if I'll be eleven fifteen at the night Apple Store to get this figured yeah. out, I will
2: eleven fifteen it. at night Cody text us, Hey, you guys ready? I'm good. <laughs>
0: But no, All we're, right, we're good now. Uh, technical so, difficulties aside,
2: averted, averted. So yeah, we're we're here recording. Let's talk some Disney stuff, some news. We got a special Cody's corner, uh, and I was looking at our uh, our recordings this month, and this is actually the uh, the fourth time we recorded in March. So we did four wow. episodes, hey. and we even missed a week because James is on a cruise. So
1: well, shoot, what is it? Thursday? We should record Thursday. again Saturday, mm-hmm. and we can get. Well, well the, it's going to be that, April. We have to record tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we have to
0: record tomorrow. So we can we get can, five we can in do our movie review tomorrow. Since it sounds like we might be foregoing it for yeah, you know, well, four
2: four in a month is
0: good. Presentation yeah. of Cody's Corner this this episode.
2: Yeah. So yes. if you weren't listening, and I'll let, I'll let Cody share it a little more later. But we're going to do a special Cody's Corner. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and skip the the movie review tonight. Zootopia. We'll have to wait till episode one seventeen. Uh, so I think we'll still be on pace to finish uh, the Disney animated feature film review by July, which which is still good. So yes. But before we get into the special Cody's corner and all that, um, let's talk some Disney news. I know James has something that he wants to bring up. So
1: <laughs> well, it's kind of Disney news. It's more more like news I guess. Or <laughs> it's fake news. It's fake news it's as well. Fake I mean, news.
0: Kind of, maybe almost news It like, seemed for like several it. hours. <laughs> yeah.
2: So go ahead, James, tell us, and then I'll share my thoughts on what, because I, yeah, I'll share, I'll share what I did and my thoughts on it after James talks about this. So,
1: okay. So this last week, I don't remember exactly what day it
2: was. 26th. It
1: was what, four Sunday. days ago? Okay. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So uh, we, it was early in the morning because I know we were just waking up and, and, uh, Teresa looked over at me and she said, Oh, it looks like Splash Mountain has finally got a closing date. And I was like, no, it doesn't. She's like, no, it's posted right here. And so I was like, let me look at that. So I started looking at my phone and sure enough, the OC register, which is usually a pretty reliable source has posted on there that, uh, May 6th is going to be the last day of Splash Mountain. It's officially closing and they will start the refurbishment, uh, not the refurbishment, but the retheming to Tiana's uh, Bayou Adventure, I think it's called, uh, that they're going to start that on May 7th. So I'm looking at that, and as we're dealing with TikTok and Instagram and Facebook Reels and these different things, I've noticed that we seem to get more views if we post something about Disney news, especially on TikTok, because I don't know if there's just... Not as many people on TikTok that are posting news as there are on the other platforms, so whenever I see something like this, I'm like, "Man, I need to try to post that as quickly as possible." I know I did that with Bob Iger when they were doing the the uh, uh, different time for park hopping and stuff like that, and I noticed we get more views. So I looked through a couple of different outlets, and it seemed like it was legit. So I went ahead and posted on TikTok that, "Hey, May six is the last date," and We started getting a lot of views for that. We ended up with, what was it, like over 32,000 views. I think- As of today,
2: it was 32,000. Yeah, Yeah.
1: 32,700 as as of today. Like 32,100 of those were within the first 24 hours of that. And of course, a couple hours after posting that, someone posted on Facebook. uh, Well, I think, Cody, actually, you sent us a text that there was a post that Disney is refusing to confirm- Mm-hmm. Uh, what was released earlier by several different news outlets. So then it's like, well, wait a second. They're not confirming it, so so it's not true? But everybody was already posting all over the place. I mean, everybody was starting to post that all over the place, or at least a lot of people. I guess I shouldn't say everybody.
2: Every every TikTok, Facebook, Twitter page that's associated or talks about Disney in general was had it on there. So yeah. everyone so- that I visited had it on there.
1: So at that time, I was thinking, well, maybe I should just take this thing down off of TikTok because obviously it's not true. But we started getting so many different views that I was like, man, I want to see how many views we get from this thing. (laughs) And we got some, we got some great comments too from people that like are actually mad that we're posting it on there. And I, I just, I mean, and it's funny because. Jason, I think you posted on there, you know, maybe not like fairly quickly, as soon as we found out that it wasn't confirmed and then you put on there, you know, they have not confirmed this OC register. uh, Many are quoting, they've updated their article. Um, So someone else put in there, not confirmed. I responded back to him. Yep, nope, not confirmed after all. I thought it was from a pretty reliable source, but they took it back later, LOL. And then a lot of people, like some people are funny (laughs) with what they say, like this guy Rumor not confirmed in all caps. He says, ugh, such lame clickbait. This is from a guy called the Chad is Rad. So, yeah. Uh, It
0: it would be a Chad. Yeah,
1: yeah, the Chad is Rad. Lame clickbait trying to get people.
0: (laughs) You didn't have
2: nothing. There was nothing to click on. It was just.
1: Exactly. I mean, clickbait usually takes you somewhere. It's just (laughs) a stupid TikTok. Like, it's just news that a lot of different people reported. And it ended up being not true. Lame clickbait. Okay. So hmm. then, uh, funny you know, though. Couple, still funny. Still yeah. Funny. Especially from the chat is red. I mean, that's fantastic. And then, uh, you know, a couple others, I mean, I won't read them all, but, uh, you know, somebody not confirmed yet. And I seriously doubt it because what's going to happen to everything in critter country. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, maybe they're not going to at all. Uh, what's the other one? Someone said something that was funny. Uh, oh, one of the first comments that was great was "Splash Mountain is closed already."
2: <laughs> I saw that one, yeah.
1: And someone else put, posted and responded, "Not at Disneyland." And they're like, "Oh, okay." And then someone else said, "It won't be. Quit sucking up to coreless garbage." <laughs> what the coreless. heck is core- what is what is coreless garbage? I don't even know what that is. That's from it lacks, username.
0: It lacks core. <laughs> yeah
1: but anyways so that was that's my uh that's my news oh someone put in their lies and then someone else put in their lies but they spelled it wrong so i don't know how you spell yeah. lies wrong but
2: that where uh, they spelled it l-y-i-e-s
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so it was i just thought that was funny that's our that's our most interactive tiktok so far with thirty two thousand seven hundred views thus far um some great comments and Turned it out, turned out to not be news. So I guess my news that I'm sharing is that Disneyland will remain open after May 6 for a, a, an undetermined time. Splash Mountain. I don't know if I said Splash Mountain or not, but Splash Mountain will be will remain open. So,
2: yeah. So yeah. So it's the same time that James posted on TikTok. I think shortly after that, I went over to our Facebook page and our Twitter page, and I posted basically the, the OC register article. And then shortly after that, I, I didn't like James. I didn't want to delete it cause it's there, you know? So I just commented on my own post that, you know, actually OC register just updated. Basically they updated their title and they took anything out of the article that mentioned that it was closing. Uh, I think it went from, you know, splash mountain closing may six to splash mountain closing date, not confirmed. So uh, I don't know who at the Orange County Register, I didn't even see, I, I didn't even look who wrote the article. Uh, but I don't know if they had somebody on the inside who gave them some some false inside information or some inside information that uh, Disney's not ready to confirm yet. But I mean, the time is running out. I mean, uh, I don't know how long it's going to take them to do the, the reimagining part. Yeah. Uh, Disney World already started on theirs and they're supposed to open around the same time. Yeah. So I didn't. uh, Walt Disney World have more work to do than the one at Disneyland. I mean, three three month jump on them.
0: You're the only one of us that have actually been on both Splash Mountains. Uh, Correct? You've been on the one in Disney World, right? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, the Splash Mountain in Disney World. Because when I went, uh, it was down for refurbishment because I went at the end of January back in 2017. So, um, do you recall if they're approximately like the same length? Like the the ride? Cause like the one in Disneyland is like what close to fifteen minutes long? Twelve you know, minutes I long? Think the, something I like think that? the one in
1: Disneyland is like nine minutes long. Oh, hey, nine. they they're they're close. I did since I rode both of them and I rode. Both of them after knowing that they were going to be shut down, so I recorded both of them from start to finish, and I yeah. think the Disney World one is maybe a couple minutes longer. I'm not sure; it might I might longer. have that backwards, but I think the Disney World one is just a couple minutes longer.
2: Well, here, okay. I'm, according to which, some people have their thoughts on Wikipedia. I use it for certain things, but usually verify my source, my other sources if I use them. Uh, it says here, I just saw the times. Let me go back one. Uh, Splash Mountain at Disney World, it says 11 minutes and 45 seconds. Disneyland, uh, 9 minutes and 18 seconds. Yeah.
0: So two and a half minutes longer. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that constitutes an extra couple of months months? (laughs) 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 worth (laughs) of work. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either.
1: Seems crazy.
0: Yeah. So yeah,
2: I thought that was interesting. I was kind of... Jane, i think i think throughout the day james was texting us like hey it hit ten thousand. hey it hit fifteen thousand. hey we're up to twenty thousand
1: i was pretty happy i think our, our second most uh viewed tiktok was i don't think it hit ten thousand. i think it was like 9900 was it
2: that guy painting was no. that the second no no this, the I second one, one
1: is is cody kind of skipping through the oh, esplanade man. when i when i did the update on the uh new park hopping time it's yeah. my Disney
0: happy dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can expect to see me doing that all week long at Disney World next January. I'll
2: <laughs> we'll make Sounds sure we got good. the the phone out, so you won't
0: be able to stop me.
2: <laughs> yeah. So as of now, regardless of what Oh Orange County Register might have said at the beginning, or what they updated it, uh, there is no Splash Mountain closing date announced as of yet.
1: As of yet, and I know some so, people. Uh, I think even you, Jason, are kind of holding out hope that they reverse the decision and just keep it a Splash Mountain, right? Yes. I mean, I, I would join that group of people hoping that fingers,
2: as well. But. Fingers crossed they come to. Uh, they just they I mean they, you can still open the, the the Tiana restaurant over in New, uh, New Orleans Square. Yeah, that's fine. It goes with the land. Um, you know they got the Tiana shop over there. Have a have a restaurant, uh, but then have have the Tiana ride on the East Coast and have the the original splash mountain on the West coast. And, um, you can visit, visit both and have the best of both worlds. So throw in a little Hannah Montana there. So exactly. Yeah. That's my thought. That's, that's my hope. Will it now, when I, when I did, when James did Texas and say, Hey, it's closing, I was kind of relieved. I was going to get to go on it one more time. I felt bad for Cody. I I
3: was
2: (laughs) like, I was like, I I almost texted Cody. I said, Hey, you want to come with us now in, in April? Well, I
0: I looked over at uh, Lucy and I said, because that when when we went to Disney, Lucy, I think by far said that Splash Mountain was her favorite ride across the entire resort. And I said, I looked at her and I said, how badly do you want to ride Splash Mountain again before, before it <laughs> closes? There you go. Yeah, put it on her she, to make
2: the decision. And then she
0: didn't come when I went in, in September for D23. So. Right. So it's been longer for her than it has for me, but all right. Well, Cody, you got any news? Um, I do have some news. Yes. Is, um, I is it about take... Reedy Creek? It is about Reedy Creek. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have another bit of news as well that I'll, that I'll, <laughs> um, I'll say, well, maybe I'll, I'll say it later. Cause maybe somebody else will, will bring it up and I can tie uh, it that. So I'll say my, my quick thing about Reedy Creek. Um, In
2: the uh, show notes, I'm just going to put Reedy Creek update. Yeah, Reedy
0: Creek update. So there's been some interesting developments as far as the Reedy Creek Improvement District uh, is concerned. I had seen some things earlier in the week or since we last recorded that there was going to be like a name change, that it was going to be no longer be called the Reedy Creek Improvement District, that it was going to get some other name. Um, There was a point where I think just recently that the – the state appointed oversight board for that, whatever that new improvement district is going to be called um, has, I think officially taken over or or taken jurisdiction or power, whatever you want to call it. However, it seems like now that these people are kind of getting in and uh, you know, they're kind of, uh, you know, opening drawers, dusting out cobwebs and kind of seeing, Hey, what, you know, what's in here? What, what, what do you guys do here? You know, um, <laughs> something that has kind of come to light. That's kind of creating a, a buzz or a stir. Um, and it seems that the previous, uh, Disney owned and appointed oversight board for the Reedy Creek improvement district kind of did a, like a last ditch hail Mary, um, 11th hour, um, uh, kind of like bylaw clause, um, that they held like a public meeting, um, and that you know they went through all the appropriate channels to, I guess, validate or establish, um, validate, validate, um, and, and let you create a new word. I was, was going to
1: just let it go.
0: <laughs> Anyways, and so I have this article that I'm going to read. Uh, I kind of paraphrase briefly, but this article's come uh, from the Washington post. It's titled Disney quietly dodged DeSantis oversight board, uh, appointees realized. So if you want to look that up on the Washington post, you can read it in its entirety. I'm going to kind of paraphrase, um, kind of the first, uh, section of the, the article. It says that there was a, uh, ele- an 11th hour agreement effectively strips much of the board's power to regulate Disney world, The deal includes a royal lives clause that ensures its longevity. Um, So (laughs) So, they
1: just ran in there and took all the power away, so that whoever comes in can't do anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) that's funny. Yeah. So here's what it says. It says in one of its last acts before DeSantis's appointees took over, and DeSantis's. Governor DeSantis, that, you know, you've heard him. If we've talked about the Reedy Creek Improvement District on this podcast before, we've talked about Ron DeSantis. He's also a current uh, Republican political candidate for president. Um, Anyways, before his appointees took over, his state-appointed appointees, uh, the board for the area that includes Walt Disney Company's Florida theme park, agreed to a deal in February that grants the board grants the company broad veto powers over any improvements or changes to the prop properties in the park, according to a copy of the agreement Uh, under the measure, any changes are quote subject to Disney's prior review and comment. uh, So to as ensure consistency with the overall design and theming of the park, effectively stripping much of the board's power to regulate Disney. Uh, one of the things that, that they also did is that the new agreement evokes a what is called a, a, a royal lives clause. Uh, and that means it is valid in perpetuity or if forever is deemed to be too long until the death of the last survivor of the descendants of King Charles III, King of England, (laughs) living as of the date of this declaration. Jeez, what? And then it says such clauses have been employed for centuries as a workaround for restrictions on agreements and perpetuity. So essentially that (laughs) what the previous board did before being ousted is they – they put in this Royal clause that says that basically keeping the autonomy with Disney until the last living, until the last survivor of the descendants of the current King of England, King Charles, the uh, that, that we no longer live under. Yeah. Yeah. Now the
2: so, first part, the first part to me kind of makes sense and it doesn't sound, doesn't sound tricky or deceitful or anything It's basically saying that, if I if I understand it correctly, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But sure. the Walt Disney Company basically is saying or they gave the Walt Disney Company the power to this new board coming in, whatever they're called, Reedy Creek or whatever, they just can't go start making changes to Disney World.
0: Yeah, they can't be Without like you know what, the prior, we're going to we're gonna make the Cinderella Castle uh right. look like the you know Statue of Liberty.
2: And you would hope that they wouldn't come in and do stuff like that that they would be some type of governing body to assist. Uh, I, I always, I always viewed it or I always thought it would be like a go between, between Disney and the state of, and the state of Florida kind of. Yeah. Be, between the lawmakers and the, and the the people who are in government, I didn't think they would come in and do like, Hey, we're, we're adding a new ride. It's going to be called the Florida ride. You know, it, you, you know, or we're taking yeah. on this ride because we don't like it.
0: Uh, it offends us. Sure. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of the board and how much they can just demand or you know say you Disney controller of the theme park you have to do ABC. I thought it was more so the the other way around that if Disney wants to do ABC, it's just the board that has to approve it, and maybe they need to maybe negotiate a little bit to get that approval or before where it was a Disney-appointed appoint, board members, it was just kind of a formality. It got approved. Right. You know. Hey, I so, wants
2: to do this, so we're going to sign off. Uh,
0: yeah. So, <laughs> so oh, I mean, yeah, that part... King of England that it, thing
2: confuses the heck out of me, though.
0: Yeah. yeah. The part where they just want to review and comment to ensure consistency of the overall design and theming of the park, that makes sense. I think that should be standard practice anyway right it's it's there it's disney's property it's disney's park um but yeah putting in a clause that um and i was just looking that up
1: i mean it looks like that's a not a common thing but thing something that people have done and i think cody kind of touched on it just in case at some point somebody says no you can't just say That forever it's going to be like this. It has to be tied to something. So in order to tie it to something, they're saying, okay, as long as the heirs of the throne to England, as long as the last (laughs) living descendant is alive, then this is still uh, still valid. Uh, but as soon as that last ancestor is dead, then it'll be gone, which is basically saying the same thing. It's, it's just yeah, forever, but that, it's yeah, tying forever. it to an actual thing so that somebody it can, can be come tracked. at some point and say, no, it's not fair to just say for forever, so you can't do that anymore. It's just kind of a backup, I guess. When I looked it up just real quickly, because that was kind of making me think, like, what the heck is that? I mean, it seems, yeah. like I said, not common, but something that they tie in there to, to help with their contracts. It says that it's more common in... England, of course, because it's tied to the royal family, but <laughs> sure. that it's been that it's tied to some contracts still in the United States. And I think Cody might have mentioned it also. And I saw it on there that even as you know from the 17th century, there's contracts that mention that clause in yeah. there. So I think it's just kind of their, uh, their way, their way to, way to say, tie hey. a date, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Say, okay, so instead that, of just you saying, come back for. Ever. If you come back a year from now and, and get someone, a judge to say, you can't say for forever, they can say, okay, cool. Well, it's not just for forever. It's also until the last remaining descendant of King Charles.
3: <laughs> right.
0: Oh.
1: So that's funny. I'd never heard of that. I'm sure lots of people have been Googling that the past few days. Well,
0: And then it just makes you wonder how many people see a uh, a contract with that clause in it. And then it's like. All right, how do we how do we get get rid of the entire line of succession for the the, the throne of England? Yeah, you know, because as that stands right now, there's like, so it's his descendants, so it'd have to be his, his his direct lineage, so his brother or whatever wouldn't count, but it would be his son, and then all of his grandchildren, all of it. Well, yeah, all of his children, and then all of his grandchildren. It's probably no, pretty long list. No. So,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, just looking online, it says sometimes in the United States they'll do a, a president's live clause, president's lives mm. clause, where they'll tie it to a, a well-documented political family like the Kennedys. So, it's uh-huh. just a way to say, hey, it's going to last as long as this family lasts. Which, if I you mean, pick a family that's broad enough and popular enough yeah. and not going to go anywhere, then. It's the same thing as saying for forever, I
0: guess. Yeah, or until the the last surviving uh, descendant of Adam. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yep. Oh. So, all
1: right. So, anyways, well, that's, all that's that's all my news that's about
0: it. Reedy Creek. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. Uh, some of the the board members has said, yeah, well, we're gonna have to correct that. I don't, I don't know how the legal precedents behind that and getting something like that overturned. I don't know. I'm not an attorney. I don't know what kind of uh, hurdles are they're going to have to go through or how ironclad that is. But I guess just when you think we're done with Reedy Creek, it it keeps making headlines. So we'll keep you posted. It pops,
2: it pops back up.
0: So hey. hey, hey. Hey, what are you talking about? All
2: right, so my my little piece of news, I don't have much tonight because I'm excited to get to the Cody's Corner, but uh, there was a new trailer released for the upcoming Disney Pixar film Elemental. Um, it says in the article today, Disney and Pixar released a new trailer for Elemental, an original feature film that transports moviegoers to an extraordinary place called Element City where a host of elements live and work. So you... I watched the trailer. You get a a little introduction to who all the different elements are: air, earth, water, and fire, and kind of how they interact with each other. Um, And then, along with that, they also announced uh, the uh, short that's going to accompany Elemental, which is uh, Carl's date. So Carl from the movie Up is going on a date. Um, It says the the tagline is "New Adventure." Same same wingman. So he's with the with the Doug. And Doug's kind of, from what I read, kind of his, uh, his... Uh, wingman? What's the word I'm looking for? Wingman. Yeah, yeah, wingman. But uh, kind of his, uh, to help him get over his pre-date jitters. He's he's, he's there to mm-hmm. help him along. So June 16th, 2023, Elemental comes out in theaters, along with the all-new short, Carl's Date. So uh, I'm cool. a big fan of Up. I like Up. I like Doug. I um, it says the new short Carol's date catches up with Carl Fredrickson voiced by Ed Asner. So, uh, was this done before? Cause he passed away. I'm pretty sure. Um, did he, he pass away?
0: I don't remember.
2: I thought I read somewhere that he passed away.
0: I could be, I could be totally wrong. Uh,
2: um,
0: yeah, he passed away in uh, 2021. Yeah, August, August, August 29th, 29th, 2021. So I don't know if this so was recorded
2: prior or they, they use did sound bites that they already had. So yeah, yeah. Uh, which they've done before. Uh, Cause they, they, they probably have a lot of, a lot of stuff they use and stuff they didn't use. And then they can piece up something, something together to, uh, well, and, and to now with some sound. of this
0: with this AI technology and stuff, I mean, you give it enough sample that it yeah. can fully construct, you know, a, a voiced right. script. So
2: with CGI and all that, I'm waiting for them to bring back dead dead movie stars to star in movies. So, I'm I'm just waiting for a John Wayne Western. <laughs> so, uh, it'll be it'll be an interesting. So yeah, uh, Elemental well, the newest. They've already they've already kind of done
1: some of that a little bit, right here and there. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Well, just with yeah. this,
2: uh, which goes along with one of the books I, 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 recently required, which I was going to talk about in a minute, this Disney 100 traveling tour thing. I think it's in Philadelphia right now. They have an introduction with like a holographic Walt Disney where wow. he's, where you can kind of see him and he's talking to you. So, uh, it can be done. Is that coming you know, there was anywhere
0: a of, near us? I don't
2: know. I don't know how long it's going to be in Philly. Um, I know I if I go so. to visit my sister in Jersey and it's still there, we're going to be taking a trip to Philly to go see it. So, uh, but it, it was supposed to be, I thought a traveling show.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it, is, to be.
1: it is, but that was one of the panels I went to for the D23. I remember it didn't, it wasn't going to like that many places and none of them were anywhere near me at least.
0: Hmm. Oh, so so, no, it's three, three places. places.
1: Yeah. I think it's going to Germany to yeah, Philadelphia
0: in Munich. If that's how and it's Fran- pronounced and, Paris. And, and London. Oh, London. Okay. Philly, Obama. Munich and London. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully I'm it's still in Philly. i not if- doing it in California for Pete's sake. Yeah. I would, I would think
2: realistically with Disney 100, the Disney company, Walt Disney, um, places like Kansas city, Missouri, uh, you know, make a stop there. Maybe even Marceline. Um, you know, uh, Anaheim. You know, LA. Yeah, you know, somewhere Disney
0: World. You, you know, just yeah. It just seems like they put so much into this, and that they're really advertising the heck out of it. Um, if you're, I guess, if you're in those those circles. But then but, on
2: the flip side of the coin, let's let's take it to places where Disney normally isn't. Maybe yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But
2: then why not go to why not go to a Philly or you know uh, Dallas or, uh, you know, New York so, or, you know, I mean, it's, it's in Philly, but some of the other bigger yeah. cities,
0: who uh, knows, obviously we weren't so, included on, on the decision making. There. No,
2: no, not at all. I don't, I didn't get that text. So, Nope. So that's all the news I got like big, you know, that I even wanted to talk about. I don't know if you got, James said he might have something else or Cody.
0: I think Cody said that. Uh, okay. did you not have anything to share James? I did not, other
1: than okay, my fake well, news that I already shared. Okay. I can share uh, more turned fake, out to be fake. <laughs> <laughs> Song of the South is getting released on Blu-ray
0: next uh, Tuesday. There is <laughs> a notorious <laughs> TikTok page, channel account, I don't know what you call it, on TikTok that all they do is post fake Disney news. Oh, I came yeah. across it one time just scrolling through TikTok, <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck is this? This they didn't announce this or whatever, and then I start reading through the the comments, or I go to the to their actual profile, and they say that they're a they're a fake news account, and I was like, oh man, you got me. I don't even remember what it was, but they got me going on whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, long live King Charles and all his descendants. Um, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to mention, just real briefly, is that um, the Walt Disney Company has kind of started their rounds of. Corporate layoffs. Um, there has been some headlines. Um, you know, there's been been some VPs of uh, communications and this, that, and the other that have uh, been let go. This, that, and the other. But uh, we're all still here, so we're still in Disney's good graces. We haven't received a, a, any pink slips yet, so <laughs> they don't know we're on the payroll because which, which- we're not. <laughs> but. Which you is know. to
1: say, they have no idea we're here. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think I, I think as long as uh, as long as we're not on the payroll, we're okay. Uh, we're not going to go anywhere. So, yep. So That's yeah. all I had.
1: Did Did we talk about? Yeah. I don't remember if I brought it up last time we recorded about that couple that got banned from Disney for life. All you their assist, did we talk about that? Oh, no, no. I've been I've, been, I've
2: been into that though. I've been kind of
0: following it just to see. <laughs>
1: Those guys are are a couple of knuckleheads. Because he was on yeah. TikTok and
0: he actually had some videos of him being served the the trespass order from the Disney the Orange World. County Sheriff's Office in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever county so it was.
2: It is it is Orange County, I think, in Florida as well as uh as well as Anaheim or California. Yeah, from what I understand, they, they had some some business where they made basically Disney ears. Um, yeah, got mm-hmm. got onto the radar mm-hmm. of, of of the Walt Disney Company somehow, but they were also, from my understanding, I haven't read the uh, the court papers or anything. Um, they were also reselling official Disney merchandise, along they, with
1: they, they even the filed stuff for they were a- making trademark or something with some Disney characters with like yeah. Disney's intellectual property. They like actually tried to file an official yeah. trademark protection. So <laughs> like, I think they list their they list their business address as the Magic Kingdom in Florida. And yeah. They've apparently what? been been served several mm-hmm. cease and desist letters and
0: Yeah. I know and, that. And,
1: and like they were on yeah. Disney's bad side for, for a while, I guess. And
2: so, yeah, I know of numerous seasons assist and, and
1: eventually he's in Disney world and they booted him they out of there said, so you're yeah. done, you're banned. For I mean, life. It's,
0: it's easy, you know, to, to block or restrict that, that annual pass from entering. Cause right. he tries to scan in something yeah. pops up on their, on their monitors and then security yeah. comes over and they say, Hey, Come, come over here. Let's, let's talk.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they had the cease and desist letters. And then I think at one point they actually had changed, like they had their company name or their Facebook page or their, their website or whatever. And they changed the name to something else. And then kind of secretly invited everybody who liked the, the pages over to the new one, trying to hide yeah. from Disney. Uh, yeah. Basically they, they got on Disney's radar and. Uh, and instead then of just, being uh, smart. And quitting, yeah.
1: they tried to outsmart them, and right,
0: right. So, I can, I can um, tell you, because I, really good as they're like to trying to sue letter, Disney I'm back done. or something. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have yeah. a new, new
1: podcast,
0: being, yeah, we'll have a new podcast being name
1: from Disney for life, yeah,
0: man. Well, not for life, but until the uh, last living member of the <laughs> Charles. Of King we're screwed
2: in (laughs) perpetuity Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah no I would I would I would continue with a with a type of podcast but I would definitely it would I would do everything I needed to do to stay off the the radar
1: the podcast formerly known as the Talking Disney Podcast (laughs) yeah and then I
2: I I would change our location to Anaheim California Disneyland (laughs) 1313 Disneyland way or whatever the address is out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're kind of, you know, it's entertaining to watch, but yeah. yeah, At at some point you got to know that, uh, there's not many organizations or entities I think that are big enough to take on the Walt Disney company. Uh, no, definitely not some husband and wife team with the Etsy (laughs) store. You know, it's,
0: they're not going to win.
1: You're you're not going to outsmart Disney. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
0: come and on. Whatever whatever and the, you know, they say they have, you know, their team of attorneys or and you know, I, whatever law firm decided to take that on, they got to know that that's a a, a lost cause. Oh, they're doing they're, it for publicity. Yeah, that's exactly. yeah,
1: yeah, it. Yeah, it's publicity be and to drain whatever money these people have. They're like, "Hey, we'll take that case. <laughs> we'll argue for you." <laughs> yeah.
0: Cuz Disney's got the but- money to get the best legal representation. And, oh, yeah. and clearly we just, we just saw it with Reedy Creek. So they, they, yeah. they clearly know how to work in. Uh, yeah. The, the, the lawyer said, we'll the take contract.
2: the case, but we're not taking it on contingencies or anything. You're paying out front for everything. Cause there's no, no. chance we are yeah. winning this one. So yeah, yeah. That was, that was, that was funny. So my last well, thing, which of, isn't really, Oh, go ahead.
0: Sorry. Go ahead. I, I keep, keep thinking of something else and I'll make this real quick. Hopefully uh, speaking of court cases. Uh, did you guys hear uh, what Marvel celebrity has been in Park City the last seven, eight days in court? No. no, Gwyneth Paltrow.
2: Oh, oh. yeah. Suing that guy or whatever that ran into her or something like that? Well, or...
0: he sued her. Her. Oh, okay. And she, she's counter suing for $1. Uh, right. Basically on the, on the claim that she's innocent and... Basically, because he's suing her because they got they collided or, or something of, of that effect on some slopes, uh, ski skiing and in, in Park City, Utah. And he's claiming that he suffered some permanent brain damage from the collision, the ski accident, and
1: Sorry, it's not fun.
0: decided to sue her, um, because of it. Yeah. And so the last seven or eight days, um, They've been in court in in Park City. And just this afternoon, uh, the the jury came back with their verdict and decided that she was innocent and the collision was not her fault and that she had no no fault of any kind for anything that uh, he sustained in the collision and that she was awarded her damages of of $1. So, so she wasn't nice. trying to get this guy's money. I don't right, even know right. how much money this guy had, but she just wanted to basically prove that
2: wasn't no, her fault. She's, wasn't her fault. she's
0: pepper pot. She's married to Tony Stark.
2: She's with Tony Stark. She's got all the money she needs, right? She don't need no more.
0: Tony Stark's dead,
2: Jason. Well, then she has all his money. She's a grieving but widow. Is he really dead? Yeah, well, he, he's uh, holographic holographic. Kind of like, Walt Disney. there you go. There you go, they're hanging out. So, yeah the only, the only news I had is I, I, I in the last couple of weeks I acquired a, a couple of new Disney books that I wanted to share. Um, the Walt Disney Official Quote Book from the Walt Disney Archives in celebration of Disney 100. It's got is, 300 is, and some pages of quotes. Are they
0: correct quotes? They better be. Walt Disney. They
2: <laughs> <laughs> They come from Disney Archives, and they do have in the back, the source for the quote, like whether it was an interview with this person for this magazine.
0: Uh, the they, so I'm assuming
1: do not own that book. <laughs> they, they
0: didn't reference <laughs> that book when they made that statue. Yeah. They should have,
2: they should have because the was probably have. in there. I just haven't found it yet. So, and then I got this book it, I, from what I understand, I, I haven't read it yet. It's uh it's the story of Disney. 100 years of wonder. I think it goes along with that traveling, um, tour that they're doing mm. in Philly and then Germany and London. I think it's like a, like an accompaniment and talks about everything that they talk about. So I'll take a look That's through right. that someday. I'll have to get that. Uh, and then for my birthday, uh, I got Walt Disney's An American original by Bob Thomas, which is, I've got uh, that kind of just a, you've got the other one, like the original one.
0: I've got the original or, v- version. It's not, yeah. the, it covers the same, but, but different.
2: Right. Um, this one's the commemorative edition. So,
0: okay. Yeah. I don't have the commemorative.
2: Yeah. This one just came out for the hundredth. Basically it's the same book. I'm pretty sure. So, and I'm, I think that's on the shelf behind me. And then I got the, the book Cody's been using for some of our tiebreakers in Cody's corner or Cody's trivia corner. Uh, he's got the toughest Disney quiz book number two, I believe. And this one I got, I got the first one. And I think Cody, you said you ordered it also. Yeah. (laughs) I got the first Uh, one too. So for some reason when I would see you hold it up or show it, it seemed bigger. Uh, when, when I got it, I was like I was like, oh, it's kind of small. <laughs> oh, is because it, the second, it is. the second the second one second is bigger. One, okay.
0: The second one is bigger. Now not okay. by much, but by 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 that much. Yeah. It's it's yeah. the same width. Well, actually it's slightly wider and about an inch if I can hold them level. And about an yeah. inch taller, so it's about a a quarter of an inch wider and an inch taller. So I, yeah. I so those I, when I my, got it, I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer that they don't match. Well, and then even like match. the spines, the spines are different. So this one uh, on top is yeah. the the first one, and then this is the uh, the second See, edition, volume two. If
2: I was if I was doing something like that, that would have multiple editions. I would have a little continuity
0: in the way they looked. Uh, well, I think maybe as much this as I one could. could printed by someone different. Um, maybe because there was more than one listing for this one. Cause there's a listing that says volume one, where it actually says volume, volume one. 100. And that yeah. listing says that it's basically not available anymore. And then right. there, which is the one that I had on my Christmas list, which when my sister went to go buy it for me, it wasn't available. So she got me volume two and then when you texted James about this one, I was like, oh, they must have it back in stock. And I went to the the one that I had on my list, my Amazon list, and it said unavailable. And this is technically a different listing. So there's right. something different about it because it also doesn't say volume one on it. And the other listing, right. the cover showed volume one. So I don't know, yeah. but so, I bought it.
2: And I've got I've got some trivia books or something like that where it came out with, okay, trivia book, and it was just trivia book. And then- then they decided to do a number two. So they put volume two on it, but then they went back and reprinted the first trivia book and then added the words volume Blimey. one to it.
0: So, yeah.
2: I mean, it could be done. I I would, you know, like, like you, I would hope that they'd be kind of similar. So if you want, if you're interested in any of those four, uh, I'll, we'll throw some links up on the, uh, well, cause and if I hold them
0: to... side by side for anybody that's looking on YouTube, the, the fonts are different also. So yeah, it's, th- they're different. Right. Uh, so for whatever reason. So I was looking through it. It had, it had some pretty good trivia questions. Uh, is the first so book I, easier? I just, do I need to start using the first book for you guys for tiebreakers? Fir-
2: now I was reading <laughs> some questions to the kids and to, and to Marsha and it seemed easier, but also
0: okay.
2: I'm, I'm looking at the question and the answer. So, uh, it's not one that I gotta, you know, maybe I know it. Let me, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's so-and-so. But, uh, the questions are always going to seem easier when you're looking at them. Uh, cause you'll think, oh yeah, I know that. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I want to get the other volumes too, uh, when I get a chance. Um, but if you see, I mean, I've got this whole, I don't, I don't know if you can see it now, this whole new stack of books that I got to go back here and then make room for somewhere cause it's full. Uh, so I, I gotta do some arranging and, uh, get some more books bigger, added in there. So need
1: a bigger bookshelf.
2: I might need a I, uh, I might need a, s- a second bookshelf. So, um, we got,
1: is that, is, is behind you. That's a corner, right? Is that a corner? Yeah, is it's that a corner. A, okay. No, it's so it's the, a corner. Yeah. Okay. So you just need to like build some bookshelves, get rid of that and just build them along the walls or something.
2: Yeah, I could, I could, yeah, but definitely need some more. So, all right, that's cool. all the news I had. Unless you guys had anything else, um, like I mentioned, I'll throw some, I'll throw some links up on the show notes, and uh, when James does the, uh, does the uh, YouTube video, he can he can throw some links up if you're interested in any of those four books. So,
1: yeah, I'm a little behind with the, uh, the YouTube videos. I was all caught up before the cruise. You were it's been downhill now, I just, think after tonight. I think I'm.
0: It's just four episodes back now. Only two.
1: No. Only two. No. no, I think you're only two. I don't know about that. I'll have to look at it. Because I'm back.
0: pretty
2: sure the I'm... one before... No, this will be three. This maybe. will be... The one yeah, right before the cruise. Be... Yeah, because you said, oh, I'll work on it on the cruise. I was like, yeah, no, he won't. Uh, yeah. So it should be just three. This one, last week's, and the one right before the cruise. Yeah. So it should be 16, 15, and 14. Okay. So...
1: I'll get them you gotta up you're
2: going to go check YouTube yeah, yeah. Yes,
1: uh, yes I am no worries but, no worries. Uh, we'll get them caught up we'll put some affiliate links on there we can put them in the uh, like you said in the show notes also so yep go buy some stuff using our links so we can make some money so we can go to Disneyland please people <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's all the news for tonight like I mentioned earlier in the episode we're going to skip our our movie review uh, tonight we'll do Zootopia on next episode we're going to go to right into Cody's Corner a special edition yes. of Cody's Corner um, right now maybe where'd it go there we go
0: Cody's Corner come on gather round Cody's Corner where nobody wears a frown Cody's
1: I just got to say, I love that <laughs> song. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Perfect. Take it away, Cody. Did you have those edited together this time, or did you just play them back to back? No, I, I didn't get a chance to do it. I just I just um, did them. That's about where that, I would have it edited up. Yeah, that, that timing was was good. All yeah. right. Uh, so if you've been listening to us for a while, you, you know that Cody's Corner has kind of taken a – a, hi- a hiatus or a name change, you know, it it decided to, uh, go on a wild streak and become Cody's trivia corner. Uh, because I've got all kinds of trivia reference books and cards now. So it makes it really easy for me to do Cody's Cody, Cody's trivia corner. However, um, if you listened to us last week, uh, I h- had mentioned that I got an idea from listening to another podcast, uh, so I won't take credit for the idea, but I, uh, I, I thought it was a kind of a fun, cool thought experiment, uh, and that is, uh, we, the three of us, James, Jason, and I, can came up with our own Mount Rushmore of Disney movies, and so basically, what that is, what what we're constituting that as. Is basically what we feel are, and we left it pretty loose. So it could be what you feel are Disney's best four movies ever made. Or if you were going to maybe showcase or highlight four Disney made or Disney owned movies to someone that has never watched a Disney made or Disney owned movie. These were the four that you would show them. Or you know, I left it pretty open. So if if James or Jason kind of took a different spin or or a thought behind the creation of their uh, Mount Rushmore of, of Disney movies, then then I can let them explain that as well. But that's that that was basically the the original idea, the original thought of this this special edition of, of Cody's Corner. So we've each compiled a list of of four movies because there are four presidents featured on Mount Rushmore, and I did. Uh, a couple of days ago text both James and Jason to let them know that if they were having difficulties narrowing down their list to four, that they could have up to, yeah, Jason's pointing at himself. I, I also had difficulty <laughs> with that. I imagine James did also. Um, if they were having difficulty narrowing it down to just four Disney made or Disney owned movies, that they could have an honorable mentions list. so you know, maybe a, a miniature Mount Rushmore. Uh, of up to four movies as well. So we could each potentially maybe have uh eight movies here that we're going to uh briefly talk about. So um, yeah. Um yes. I don't so know. I, and go ahead Cody. James what do you, what do you got?
1: I was just going to say you know as you think about this at least for me when I when I uh started thinking about it last week I didn't think it'd be I mean I thought oh you know I'll just put a little thought into it and come up with four movies. But then as you really start thinking yeah. about it, it's like, yeah. this is a little harder than you th- think that it might be because there's a ton of Disney movies. And like you said, like we left it kind of loose. You left it kind of open for us. So what kind of criteria did we use to choose the, the four Yeah. So how do we narrow it down to four? And you we know, then each you could have used
0: it. very different criteria.
1: And then you start getting into the logistical issues, you know, because I think you mentioned that it's got to be, it had to have been made while Disney owned it or, or created it or whatever. So, yes. So Disney either,
0: Disney either made it themselves, uh, you know, from one of their own in-house studios, which they have multiple, um, or, you know, if it came from uh, Pixar or Marvel or, um, whatever else, any of these other studios and, and uh, companies that they own that make movies, Disney had to have acquired that company. And this movie had to have been released after the acquisition of that company. So technically the original toy story shouldn't be on any of our lists because Disney didn't buy Pixar until 2006. And right. uh toy story came I, out in the late nineties. I can tell you toy story
2: is not in my, Mount Rushmore, but I could argue that they were a distributor of, and did contribute money to the creation of the Pixar films. Yeah. So, so that's why I put it on my
0: honorable mention.
2: (laughs) They might. Yeah. I I was saying that because I was, I was thinking that too. Uh, I was like, well, Toy Story. So anything from 95 when Toy Story came out to 2006, which is a fairly good chunk of film, five or six of them, I think. Yeah, uh, but then, but then you know, it's always called, you know, now now they call it Disney and Pixar. For some time, they called it Disney Pixar. It was always, and then back then, I think it was Pixar, uh, you know, brought to you by Walt Disney or something like that. So they were they were social, and actually, I think made more money from Toy Story than Pixar did. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. Uh, so yeah. But yeah, putting it to, putting it together, I knew yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be easy because I've been compiling a list of Disney movies based off of the D twenty three site, based off other lists that I have, just so I can have a list of all the Disney movies, and then I have it broken down into okay, these are touchstone, these are Hollywood pictures, these are Marvel, these are Lucasfilm. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I don't have the original Star Wars trilogy in there because that that Lucas Lucasfilm wasn't owned by Disney at that time that they were made. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you got certain things that can't that can't can't be in there. And then, uh, I, it, when you mentioned this this challenge, I, I want to say I one movie popped in my head right away. That's got to okay. be on my my list. That's yeah. And well, you mentioned one that of my last after
0: I brought it up, Home on the yeah.
2: ranch. So yeah. So I don't know if I don't know because Co- Cody obviously knew uh, about this, so it wasn't a surprise. From I don't know if James had something similar when he mentioned this list. Was there a movie or two you're like? No matter what, that that's making my list. I already know it. I don't even have to think about it.
1: I, I just maybe have were, to do a
2: little research on it.
1: I think there were a couple. And then once I started really thinking about it, I changed my mind because I started thinking okay. about – Okay. this project a little bit right. differently. Cause I think, I'll I think it was easiest for James
2: cause he's only long. seen like 30 Disney movies. So it's easy for him <laughs> to
0: break it down. <laughs> it's a good thing. I didn't put that stipulation on it, but I mean, it, I don't know why you'd put it on your list if you haven't seen it, but, but Hey, maybe yeah. you, you know, right. it, it's worth whether you've seen it or not. Right. So you could put a movie on your list that you've never seen, but so in I'm, case anybody's I'm, curious, uh, at least according to D 23, um, they have compiled a list of, of Disney films or Disney owned films. Um, and that list is currently, uh, take your guesses, listeners, that, that I, list uh, is currently at 805 it, it, films. Oh, is it five now?
2: I think I, I think have a printout
0: with four. Five with Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania.
2: Okay. Yeah, here's the list right here.
0: Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, so, eight hundred and five movies. Did you need oh, and this more? list
2: I have printed on. out only goes up to eight hundred two. So there's three more that were added after I printed this out.
0: Okay, so uh, you printed that one out after Disenchanted. Uh, that eight hundred two is Disenchanted. So I've got eight hundred two as uh,
2: Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Roderick, Roderick Rules Disney Plus.
0: That's listed as eight hundred three here on on the website yeah, right now.
2: Let's see if I can get it down there. I don't know. It's blurry. Yeah. 802. Now yeah. they might've gone back in and added another movie
0: somewhere in the past that they somewhere. forgot. Yeah. yeah. So it's, so it's, it's quite a list. So yeah. if that gives you any idea of what, at least the options trying to narrow, narrow down a list of 805 movies to four. And now I Hallmark can tell you, I, I asked
2: Cody, I asked Cody's thoughts. I even went back and considered, animated short films. So if you add in all the animated shorts to that 805, you've got yeah. close to hundred Mickey shorts. You've got, you've got the, the, the Donald shorts, you got goofy, you got uh, mm-hmm. Oswald, the lucky rabbit, you got Alice's, uh, Alice's comedies. So there is, there is a ton. And I, I'm, I'm going to find it interesting on the movies. I'm, I'm excited to hear, hear your guys's uh, and kind of, Fi- try to figure out what your criteria is. Cause it could be, cri- I mean, you could do your favorite films. You could do if, if I'm picking four films off of my, my, my shelf there to watch today, what four films are those going to be? Is it the movies that made the most money? Is it,
0: you know? Yeah. and uh, So there were a lot, I mean, there were a lot of ways do to it. go about, about yeah. this, which makes yeah. it fun because. I mean, I w I wouldn't really put money down on it. Cause. But th- there's, there's a very good likelihood that we don't have any crossovers because there's a very good the, likelihood that we do. It, there's also a good likelihood that we do, <laughs> but I, but I but lean yeah, towards I, it being more likelihood that we, at least for our, our core for our main four Mount Rushmore, that yeah. they might all be different.
2: Yeah, they might be. And there was something else I was going to mention, um, yeah. I made it in my notes. I was, I'm curious to see if we have any identical that was yeah. in, in my notes. Uh, I did have the one I mentioned and, and, and really you, you can ask a hundred people, their Mount Rushmore and nobody's wrong. Sure. It, it's, yep. it's based on their criteria, whatever, how, however they, they want to do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so cause these may uh, not necessarily,
0: be, unless you use that criteria, these may not be your four favorite. Movies. no
2: i can i can i'll i'll give you a i'll give you a uh an advance or uh okay my just favorite disney my, my favorite disney animated cartoon is not on this list in, no in pinocchio. either my no pinocchio wow. because i because of the criteria i used pinocchio didn't i think didn't fit in maybe
0: yeah, but, but I, I mean, I one think movie you're finally show, realizing the error of your ways from before that you just Pinocchio rated Pinocchio is still, way
2: too high. Pinocchio is still 100 <laughs> on my rating, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's one theme throughout all of the. I, 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 I mean, Pinocchio is in there too, but yeah, Pinocchio is not on my list. So okay, fair enough. I, I know you thought you. I think you thought that was the movie I thought of right away.
0: I, that so. was what I did think of, but then my second thought, which I think I said last week, and you also told me, no, it wasn't the one you initially thought of. My second guess was would have been Snow White, which was the one that started it all. So, yeah. Um, but I think you told me last week that that wasn't. It may be on your list, but it wasn't the one that you initially. It wasn't the one that of. I. The first movie
2: you thought of, obviously, Cody. I don't know if you had a first movie because you're the one who brought the idea. So I don't know if you
0: you had one. Sure. But- I had more time yeah. to sit on it before. Yeah, bringing there was you when guys. you
2: mentioned it. the The first movie that popped in my head. Uh, okay, and it's not going to be. I've got a certain order. It's not going to be until it's not. It's not the first one I talk about either. So we can get into it if you want to go first, Cody, or whoever so, you, how do
0: you how do you want to do it? Yeah, well, I was just going to ask. Did either of you, uh, for your main four Mount Rushmores? Did either of you do it as this is one, this is two, this is three, this is four, or are they just, you're four in no particular order?
1: Mine are kind of in no particular order.
0: Okay. Yeah. Mine are in not order of uh, any uh, value, like one,
2: two, mine. I list mine in the order of date they were created. Okay. Or, uh, That's produced. fine.
0: So. Okay, so that yeah, that's not essentially in, the, in no me. particular order as far as right favoritism right. Or, or criteria other than just release. So released. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, my, my my four are also in no particular order, so so that's good. So then we can just uh whoever wants to start us off.
2: Yeah, there was something else I was gonna mention. I, I just it just uh-huh. popped out of my head. So uh we, we can go on. Whoever wants to go first. And I do have a little kind of like a little
0: uh, thirteen hundred page essay to no, go no, along 13, with
2: it. No, that that was a thirteen. <laughs> there's there's a there's a post or a blog post that I'm throwing on walking down Main Street USA, my blog about this experience, uh, and uh, that I, that I'm going to post after the show. So yeah, I'm basically going to read some notes from 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 that. Oh, what, oh, what I was going to say. I, this, this has probably been, I mean, I love doing every show, but I've, I've been excited for this show all week uh, working on this list and then taking some things out of the top four, you know, putting them back down, moving them out of my list completely. Uh, it felt like, 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 like I was waiting for Christmas, like Christmas couldn't come crooked enough. I was like, uh, this, this is going to be a fun show. You know, I, and I did some Google searches on, on other, I, I just typed in Mount Rushmore Disney movies and uh, tons and tons and tons of articles and, videos. I, there's one in particular I want to watch that I haven't watched yet. Cause I wanted to wait till we did our show and then I'm going to go watch their podcast or listen to their podcast and see, see if we have any of the same ones. Uh, it was that one that I sent you a picture of today, Cody.
0: Yeah. So, so. That, that's how you found it. Then I didn't know if you just listened to them organically or no. no. Now I guess you, you is Google. that, is that, is that where you got it from? That is where I got it from. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: So I'm going to go back tomorrow and listen to their episode just to see see how their their list compared to ours how how the how the the format of how we did it compared to how they did it etc so yeah uh so okay cool all right who wants to go first i'll go first james all right right. so so are we doing one at a time are we doing one at a time
1: what i'll do one then someone else does one and then
2: yeah yeah, are we, are okay. we going? Yeah. yeah, just do one at a time. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. in
1: no particular order. So, as I started doing this, when we first talked about it, initially I just thought about the animated films because obviously we've been focused on the animated films for quite a while now. Yeah. And so, some of the first ones that pop into my head are the ones that I give a 100 rating to, right? And those ones, if you look at my ratings or you listen back, you think of uh, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. And I thought, well, you know. It could be real easy to just say those are three of the four because those are those are three that I gave 100 rating. But then I was like, but this encompasses so much more than just the animated films. I mean, the animated films, there's there's, there's how many of them? There's there's currently 61 of them. But as Cody was just saying from that list, it's what, 805, I think you said, of total Disney movies. So I was like, yeah. I need to expand my selection a little bit. So I started thinking about this as kind of like almost like categories for me. And so I thought, which of the animated movies... Because Disney, to me, is animation, right? I mean, all the animation they do, all the animated movies they do, um, that's one of the main things that they're known for. You know, Mickey Mouse, of course, uh, Donald Duck, Goofy, all all the different uh, animated characters, uh, all these movies that they put into it, and they have some great movies. So I thought, which of the animated movies would make it to my Mount Rushmore. And as I'm looking at those, I think there's several, there's several that can make it easily. Mm -hmm. Um, those three that are the hundred, you know, little mermaid was real close to the hundred, uh, Princess and the Frog is mean, pretty you close, can, I
2: think. You can pull your Mount Rushmore just from the Disney Renaissance area with Mulan yeah, and Hercules yeah. and all of them. Exactly. Yeah, so.
1: so I thought, you know what? A lot of the Disney, the way that I thought about it is a lot of the Disney animated movies are pulled from fairy tales, right? Uh, Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, uh, Aladdin, they all come from different stories. And so as I was thinking about it, I thought, you know what? One of my hundreds that I feel is more of an original story that really encompasses Disney to me. The fact that they're telling an excellent story. They've got great animation. Everything about it is, is fantastic as far as I'm concerned. And so one of my four for my Mount Rushmore of Disney movies is The Lion King. Okay. because I feel like any of the other movies could be could could qualify. But Mm -hmm. I really the thing I kind of zeroed in on on The Lion King is it feels like it's more of an original story that they came up with. And of course, the story parallels some other stories uh, in history, of course. uh, But it feels like less of a direct like retelling of The Little Mermaid or. Uh, you know, some of the other stories they did to me, it was more of a, this is an original story. We're going to sit down, come up with a story. Animation was fantastic. Songs were fantastic. And so those are the things that made that one rise a little bit higher than the others. And why the lion King is my first one.
0: All right, cool. Awesome. Curry, yeah. You want to go? Sure. Uh, just to kind of comment on, on, on James's, uh, first round pick there um it's there there's a lot of different ways to go about this list and i think jason said it earlier there's absolutely no wrong way to go about it and no wrong choices to be made uh and you know one of the first places i looked also was my top rated disney animated movies because that's what we've had the most exposure to and the most thought in as far as really analyzing the movie. Is it good? Is it bad? What's good about it? Um, you know, and again, like, like James, I gravitated towards those, that, that block of films in, in the Renaissance era. Uh, Lion King, I heavily debated being like, oh, how, how can I not put Lion King on my <laughs> list? And then it's like, oh, but, but Sleeping Beauty, or not Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast is, is just as high praised as, as Lion King. But then it's like, man, if I'm going to, and then I started like, I looked up like, what does Mount Rushmore stand for? Like what was, what went into like the idea and the concept of Mount Rushmore and the the four presidents on Mount Rushmore, uh, symbolize birth, growth, development, and preservation. So then I started looking at my list like that. Okay. So what four movies represent birth, growth, development, and preservation? And I'm like, well, birth, it's gotta be Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Right. But I'm just like, I don't know if I want <laughs> to and waste, waste sounds waste, so bad. Wait, waste one, waste <laughs> one of your choices on Snow White? <laughs> I didn't want to waste one of my four on Snow White. But to its credit, again, it's the one that started it all, right? So, so then I kind of scrapped the whole birth, growth, development, preservation uh take on cultivating my list. And uh, I just kind of started what I I went for more looking at that list and, and I basically based this off that list of 105 movies on, on the D 23 website. I said, looking at this list, which of these movies just encapsulates, you know, that Disney magic. And and again, Disney magic is something that is so uh, unique and personal and is, It's like your fingerprint. It's different for everybody, right? As as broad as an idea, and you say Disney magic, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, I know Disney magic, but everybody knows their Disney magic, right? Everyone has different experiences, different um, thoughts, feelings, emotions that kind of go into uh, when they watch a movie, you know? Uh, You know, now when I watch movies about like someone that just recently lost their their dad or a parent in general, like that hits me different now than it did five years ago, you know? So you go through life and different experiences and that kind of changes your perspective and your outlook on things. And so my list, um, are, are four movies that, uh, bring me, uh, that, that bring me warmth, that bring me happiness, that tear me down to tears and build me back up again. Uh, and to me, that's a solid movie. That's a Mount Rushmore. So, uh, one of the movies um, that I'm going with, and for a long time, I called it my my favorite Disney movie. Uh, and that movie would be Saving Mr. Banks. Wow. Um, I watched that movie at least... You know, once every three, four months at least. Uh, I love Saving Mr. Banks. Uh, I love, you know, I always liked Mary Poppins, um, and I still love Mary Poppins, but I would rather watch Saving Mr. Banks over Mary Poppins. Um, I because to me, Saving Mr. Banks. There's a lot more depth of emotion in Saving Mr. Banks, and you see why these characters are the way they are. Saving Mr. Banks is kind of a deep dive into Mary Poppins, you know, because you're learning about the author's life experiences and why she wrote these books and why she made these characters the way they are. And then you're you're learning about Walt Disney's personal experiences and why he wanted certain changes or certain things in the film to represent. His personal life experiences, um, both of them, the, the author and Walt Disney, having a uh, relationship with, with their own father that impacted this movie uh, and the story, the book. And so I think the movie is beautiful from, from the music and just the, uh, the talent uh, portraying these characters in the film and also being able to see kind of like clips and storyboard and just some, like the history, just like, Oh, how cool would it be to just be at the Walt Disney studios and see, you know, it's just, yeah, I could go on and on about Mr. Saving Mr. Banks, but it is, it is up there as a top tier Disney movie for me personally. One of my favorites. Um, I can't say enough high praise about Saving Mr. Banks.
2: Cool. All right. So far we got two movies that, could have easily made my Mount Rushmore. I think I went into it kind of like Cody started to go into it. Like what, what is the meaning of Rushmore? You know, mm-hmm. I've been there numerous times and I've never, I always wondered, how did they, how did they pick the, or the, you know, the sculptor, why did he pick those four presidents and Cody read off the list? I have the list too, but mine is worded a little bit differently. It says founding of the, of the States expansion, preservation, and then unification. So you got George Washington, you got Thomas Jefferson, you got Lincoln and you got Theodore Roosevelt. So you got the founding, the expansion, the preservation, and then the unification. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
2: And I think I don't, I can't tie any of my films to unification. I don't think, uh, but I can tie them to the founding and the expansion and possibly preservation. Uh, So I went a little differently at my, my, my top four or my Mount Rushmore. um, And uh, so the first one I went with is the one that I asked Cody about, hey, can I use a, a an animated short? And I think James mentioned, "Oh, I know which one he's going to use." I went with Steamboat Willie, 1928. Yeah. The first cartoon with a uh, synchronized sound. Uh you've got the uh you've got the the soundtrack playing that was done by a 15-piece band. You've got Mickey making squeaks. Doesn't speak a word yet, but he's making sounds which were pr- pr- provided by Walt Disney. Um in in 19 it's it's one of the films that the united states congress uh deemed as culturally historically or aesthetic aesthetically significant and they selected it for preservation in the national film registry which you're going to see that theme with most of my films um it's not that long but it's like seven minutes maybe eight minutes uh it's played at the at the uh the the at a disneyland Mm -hmm. uh So uh, I went with Steamboat Willie, you know, from, you know, can you, can you, can you get to the, to the later films without movies with sound, Uh, you know, so that's, so as far as that's, to me, that's, that's the founding. That's the, even though there were some before that, that I, that I may discuss a little, uh, you know, it kind of launched and it, it, it wasn't actually the first Disney animated short made playing crazy was actually the first one
3: yeah
2: uh made it was the first one released released with sound playing crazy didn't have sound they went back later and added sound to
0: playing crazy it was also the uh, first one featuring mickey mouse right oh playing oh well,
2: Plain playing Plain crazy had mickey mouse
0: yeah that's what i'm saying playing crazy was yeah. the first one featuring yeah. Yeah.
2: it was the first one they 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 did a couple test screenings i don't know if it didn't test well but for some reason when uh they they didn't release it. And when Steamboat Willie came around, that's the one that Disney decided, Hey, I want to add sound to this. There was some inspiration from some old, I think that uh, the jazz or something, there was, there was something back then that he was like, Hey, w- we can add sound to this. Uh, and so that it came out November 18th, uh, 1928, which then coincides with the, uh, what, what we all know is Mickey Mouse's birthday, along with Minnie Mouse. She was, she she was in it. So no, November 18th, 19, 1928 is considered the birthday. Of Mickey Mouse, so that's my number one is uh, Steamboat Willie. Cool. So so far, we're all three different. And now that I know I, I what Cody talked about his his inspiration, I got James's. Now I don't I don't think we'll have any matching. You don't think so? To, to be honest, yeah. We'll see. I'll be I'll be shocked if we have one. We'll see. So, and I think we <laughs> may have one, but I'm leaning more toward than not having any. Now. So go ahead, James.
1: All right. So Lion King was my first one. I kind of shared why I came up with that animated films. And then I started looking at things a little bit broader and the different types of movies that Disney's known for. And also the type of, I did want to pick Disney movies that I had seen. I didn't want to choose something that I hadn't seen because I didn't think that that would be fair because how would I be judging that? Um, Just by popularity of what other people have said or right, whatever. Sure. So I started thinking about the different movies and it's funny because you start, at least for me, I started thinking, well, this isn't going to be too awfully hard. You know, I've got a few <laughs> that pop into my head right ahead right away. And then it's like, well, as you start looking at that list and you know, as we have already discussed a list of 805 movies that could potentially qualify for this list. It's like, you start looking through the list, like, and, and actually before we started recording, Uh, And while we were waiting for Cody to, to hop online, Jason asked me, do you have any alternates? Because I think Cody mentioned that, you know, if we want some alternates. And at the time I told Jason, no, I really don't. I think I've got my four. I think I'm pretty solid. But then as we started, just as we're talking, I started looking through the list again. I'm like, oh no, that one could have easily been there. That one could have been there. And now I've got a list of like five alternates.
2: Yeah. yeah. So James has a list of all 805 movies. He has the four top. Ta- he has 801 alternates. So
1: so this next movie is uh, an older movie. Uh and to me it's just it's just very classic disney uh it's live action it's got animation in there which i think at the time was very revolutionary i think it was uh i mean i think disney has played around with it a lot uh mm-hmm. since the very beginning but i think this movie nails it the 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 music is fantastic it's got a couple legends in there um we've already talked about it a little bit because Cody's already kind of talked about the movie based on the the making of it. Um, I'm already
2: writing it down, James. Yep,
1: My movie (laughs) would be Mary Poppins because I love that movie. And I I enjoyed Saving Mr. Banks, but not as much as Cody does, Uh, obviously. I I enjoyed the movie. I would watch the movie again. But for me, I would rather watch Mary Poppins each time. Uh, And that's not because I think that I'm right and Cody's wrong. It's just that appeals to me more. I love the movie. I love the music of that movie. Uh, I love the acting, Uh, you know, Dick Van Dyke, even though he's goofy. I mean, it showcases his physical comedy, Julie Andrews, you know, her, her voice and her singing, the whole movie is just fantastic. And so, and I, and I think that it was very uh, uh, revolutionary as far as making films goes, that they were able to nail that story and all of that animation interacting with the with the live action just flawlessly. So yeah, I that's that's my second pick, Mary Poppins.
0: Yeah, and and there's certainly something to be said for Mary Poppins and just the way it all works. I mean, because really jumping into a a chalk art and then you know the, the stuff that they go into when they're in the the chalk art. It's completely nonsensical, right? But it works. It, it, yeah. it fits the movie. It works perfectly. Where and they they do something very similar with the Mary Poppins Returns that came out
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, a few years ago with with Emily Blunt playing Mary Poppins, and they oh. go into like a book or something rather than a uh, a chalk art, and it just it doesn't quite have that same effect you know it just doesn't quite play out the same uh as mary poppins did so there's certainly something to be said with how masterfully crafted mary poppins is which yeah. further adds into my uh loving of saving mr banks so mm-hmm. great cool yep okay um my next halfway through
2: about halfway through James's explanation, I wrote down, because I'm keeping a track of your guys'. About
0: mm-hmm.
2: halfway through, I wrote down Mary Poppins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, when he started saying older movie, and then he said uh, live action and animation, there were two movies that came to mind. One of them was obviously Mary Poppins. The second one, I said, oh, maybe he's going to be different, and he's going to say uh, bed knobs and Broomsticks. Um, but he went with Mary Poppins, which was the correct choice. So... Um, my next movie, um, my list is kind of all over the place. I mean, granted (laughs) with, with the reasoning that I gave with how I cultivated this list, I mean, the genres are just kind of all over the place. So, um, you're going to have to bear with me on that, but these are movies, like I said earlier, that, that speak to my heart speak to my soul, you know, my, my, my core self, my core being. Um, it's not like that commenter said, these aren't coreless movies. Okay. They have core. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I Googled it. I couldn't find it. Again. I don't know. It lacks
1: core. If you're, if you're listening,
2: uh, if you're listening, email us at talking disney podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would really like to know.
1: And, and just to clarify the way that he spells coreless is capital C O R L E S S. Uh-huh. So it's like it. It seems like it's a proper noun. Like I, I did the same thing Jason did. I googled it immediately because I was like, "Well, what is coreless What is what does that mean?" But with, I googled it, it like core? yeah, it's like there's nothing, and it's not core yeah. c o r e. It's c o r l e s s. So, anyways, uh, I don't yeah. want to waste any more time with that nonsense <laughs> local guy that, that posted that
0: uh, that, that uh, Corless uh, garbage. Whatever it was, it wasn't spelled correctly. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so anyways, anyways. my next movie is something that I feel perfectly, um, captures and showcases the most wonderful time of year, which is Christmas time, Christmas (laughs) (laughs) in case it wasn't obvious enough, um, (laughs) I love Christmas. Are you, are
2: you going where you think? Are you going where I think you're going?
0: I love Christmas. Um, okay. As soon as they and and some people are like, ah, oh, the stores start bringing in the Christmas stuff so early, and and I'm not saying they don't. You know, when I start seeing it like the day after Halloween, I half my brain is like, okay, guys, like. It's November 1st, but the other half of me is like, Or September. What do they got new this year? You know? Um, I love Christmas. I love Christmas music. I love that that special feeling in the air. I love gathering with family and and what family means to me and uh what Christmas kind of does for for your soul. Uh and I think we've talked about it multiple times on this podcast already. We've done a couple of Christmas. Uh, featured episode where we've ranked Christmas movies. I think last year we did like a Christmas uh, bracket challenge, kind of like a March Madness bracket. Um, I think maybe uh, the year before, maybe two years before, we just came up with like our favorite Disney Christmas movies. Um, this movie has definitely been featured on all those episodes, and I've I've praised it time and time again. Uh, to me, this portrayal of, of Santa Claus in the North Pole is what. <laughs> I think of when I think of Santa Claus and when I think of the North pole, Nowadays. uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, none other than, uh, Buzz Lightyear himself, Mr. Tim Allen, uh, and the Santa Claus. All right. Um, <laughs> I think the Santa Claus is, it's just a beautiful heartwarming story. Um, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's the movie that I watch. It's the first Christmas movie that I watch uh, every year to get the Christmas season started. It's the movie I watch when I put up my Christmas tree. Um, and I just think, I mean, Tim Allen makes a great Santa Claus and just he his does. transition from kind of this in this bah humbug, you know, business tycoon guy um, to becoming Santa Claus. Uh, and what being Santa Claus means is just a beautiful story. And yeah, that's that cool. that that was my next pick, the Santa Claus.
1: Sounds good. Good choice. All right. I, I love it.
2: Uh something James mentioned in the his what criteria he used, he had to have seen the movie. And I I, I did just want to mention I have seen all the ones that that I'm picking also. So yes. uh and if I had one that I hadn't seen, I probably would have tried to watch it real quick just to verify that. <laughs> but yeah, it 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 could be in my in my Mount, Mount Rushmore. So my number two, Mount Mount Rushmore, it it, it hasn't been chosen yet, but it was mentioned. Um, I think Cody said the one that started it all. Uh, so I'm going to animation here. Uh, so I started with Steamboat Willie, uh, animation with sound, and then. I'm going with Walt Disney's first full-length feature production, which is highlighted on the, the movie poster, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs from 1937. Um, and part of the reason I chose this movie, uh, because it was the first animated feature film. Also, the the uh, the profits used, or the profits the Walt Disney Company earned at that time went to finance their new $4.5 million studio in Burbank. Mm-hmm. Which then led to everything else after that. So, uh, not saying that you know everything after that wouldn't have come, but uh, it 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 did get them the new studio, um, uh, which is the studio they use today uh, in uh, Burbank. So, um, that was the main reason I think Snow White came in as my second. Uh, again, it was deemed in 1989 one of the first 25 films. Now we're talking films total in all of history according to the american film institute they deemed it culturally historically or aesthetically significant and it was selected as one of the first 25 to go into their film registry so you're talking classics uh uh, and this animated film done by walt disney made it in that first 1989 selection uh so that and the what it what it represented with the company as far as the growth of the company Uh, being being able to finance this new studio and then do everything they've done since since then it was for a certain time it was the highest grossing motion picture of all time Uh, i think that lasted i think i wrote it down two years until gone with the wind came in and surpassed it at the time so for for an animated cartoon that uh that you know walt disney and some of his friends well not i won't say disney but some of his friends maybe colleagues at work uh critics thought that it wasn't gonna be you know they 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 had a little bit of a, uh, what's the word i'm looking for doubt about it uh, who's gonna go watch who's what adults gonna go watch a cartoon uh but boy uh, were they boy, wrong boy were they wrong you know carthay circle <laughs> theater after it was done standing ovation so uh and from new, news reports claimed it was like a 10 minute standing ovation. So that's like you at a concert and you're trying to get the band to come back out. Uh, so um, great, great. As far as what it led up to uh, again, not my favorite animated cartoon, according to our list that we've been doing. Um, yeah. You guys mentioned, I didn't want to waste a pick on Snow White, but Snow White was one of my picks uh, because of what it, what it stood for within the company. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's not a bad, it's not a bad film. I mean, so uh, it, it, like I said, the success led to the studio, which then led to other movies coming in like Pinocchio and Dumbo and and Bambi. Those, those first couple ones, ones. Uh, Fantasia.
0: Led to Fantasia. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah I and mean, Even though our disdain for Fantasia at the time, Fantasia was revolutionary. Yeah, uh, certainly. So, um, so that's my second one. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs for the reason the reasons that I said so cool. And and so far six movies and we don't have one to like. <laughs> yep. Cool.
1: So it's back to me, right? Yep. So my next one, yeah, my mind really started wandering with all these movies as we, uh, as I was going through these and this movie to me is I mean, each of these, I think, as I'm saying, is classic Disney, right? Like each one of them, like, when I think of it, it's just a, it's just a, uh, There's just so much about him that is just so Disney. And this movie kicked off a franchise uh, that was followed by several other movies. And I'm just really narrowing it down to this very first one because I love this first one. When it came out, I was excited about it. Uh, I was interested to see how they would do it, how it would play out. I wasn't sure what it was going to be like. um, And not seeing it, knowing that it was coming out, not having any idea what it would be like. After watching it, it was... To me, an amazing film. And they've come out with several others. And some have been good. Some have been not so good. Uh, but this very first one, by itself, I think is just, its it's got humor. It's got uh, action. It's got a, an awesome story. It's got great acting. Um, and so my third pick would be Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. The very first. I wrote movie. it
2: down as you were talking. Yeah, again. I yep. was talking. <laughs> yeah.
1: And and I think that movie has so much impact on so many different things. I mean, they they obviously they they made the movie uh, referring to the ride in Disneyland, um, mm-hmm. but then it came back where it was so popular that they put elements from the movies into the ride at Disneyland. I mean, there's Jack Sparrow in there where there wasn't any Jack Sparrow before, right. and. I just think the movie is fantastic. I mean, it, it starts out great. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what to expect. I mean, when you're really truly watching this movie for the first time, you have no idea what to expect. You have no idea who Jack Sparrow is or how Johnny Depp is going to play this character. And as soon as he starts playing this character, as soon as you start getting introduced to him, it's just he he nails it. It's fantastic. Yeah. And you realize that you're watching a character that you are going to know and recognize for forever until yeah. the last descendant of King Charles's family. <laughs> At it's, least. It's, <laughs> it's
2: funny. I, I do want to mention that movie was on my, you know, my initial, yeah you know, I had a list of 20 or 25 or so that I started with. It was on there. And the reason it was on there is because I remember 2003 was when it came out. I seen the trailer when I was stationed in England Um, and the first trailer I saw was those skeletons walking on the bottom of the, of the, of the ocean there. Mm -hmm. And it was the first teaser trailer. And that's all you saw. And just with that trailer, I was like, I have to see this movie the day it comes out. (laughs) You know, it was, you know, and, and had it been just Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, and it ended, it would still be a great, a great movie. Yeah. But I think the other movies adding on to the whole series uh, and I would love to see a sixth Pirates Caribbean, but oh, I don't too. want to see it if it doesn't have a Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. I don't. Correct. Want it. I could. Ma- I could care less.
1: As a matter of fact, uh, I think I might later on tonight go onto TikTok and post that they've announced the premiere of that just for <laughs> more fake news from the. Top we, can like, we can get like we get like
0: sixty thousand views. <laughs> well, especially I mean, because yeah, that's been such a question with all the yeah. stuff that's. You know he's yeah. been in the news lately for you know all that stuff, but
2: when I like all the Curse of Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest at Worlds End on, on Stranger Tides. I mean, and at, at a Worlds End, they they tie some of the you you can hear some of the ride, the rider uh, like there's there's things in there from from Disneyland that you can hear during certain scenes on Stranger Tides, Dead men Town Tales. It's just the, that 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 franchise that series may has made four point five billion dollars. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's so, crazy.
2: Yeah. So yeah. It,
0: great a great choice. A great choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those those are great movies. You you are without a doubt the worst pirate I have ever heard of. <laughs> but you have, but, heard, you of have heard of me. <laughs> it's, it's iconic. He would, he would get like he would get like upset
2: too if he if you didn't, you know, it's Captain Dexter. If you didn't tell him, yeah, yeah. If if you didn't call him Captain, you know.
0: We named uh, the monkey yeah, Jack.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can, I can remember. And I, and I often reference it. If I'm talking to some, somebody about the movie that first teaser trailer that I saw Yeah, and uh, you know, sometimes with trailers, you, you see a trailer and uh, and granted they, they, they brought out later trailers, but you see a trailer and you see every funny part or every good part from the movie. And then when you see the movie, you're like, eh, I already yeah. saw all the funny parts, but that teaser trailer, if that didn't make you want to go see it, Mm -hmm. you're like just you know what is this going to be about you know and then obviously it's got the same name as the ride at Disneyland that I know and I love uh but uh yeah and the scene I mean where he's where he's coming up on his boat to the dock and it's sinking and he's he steps right onto the dock I mean it's it's just
0: a great intro because immediately (laughs) you're like who is this guy who's this guy yeah yeah he's, he's coming up with such a swagger even though his boat is it's sink. sinking. <laughs> yeah. And the so, whole, yeah. it's a shilling to tie up your boat at the dock. <laughs> and he's like two shillings and we forget the name. <laughs> yeah. Welcome I to mean, Port Royal, Mr. Smith.
2: Yeah. yeah great,
0: great, yeah. great, great, great choice. And
2: again, like I mean, I, I wish I could have added it on there.
0: Uh, and I, I, I will say that, that it. It. it was initially on my, on my four. Um, and, and I bumped it down as I kind of, you know, crafted me, you know, my list into what it became. Yeah. But as I was going through that list of eight hundred and five, I saw pirates of the Caribbean curse of the black pearl. And I'm like, yep, that's one of them. And then <laughs> I had to bump it off, unfortunately, but that, that was on my list at one point. Yeah. Great movie. So that was right. a, that was a great pick, James. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So my next one is, is an animated movie. Um, and to me, um, I thought it was great when it first came out and then, um, I don't know. I think I went years without seeing it, uh, maybe seeing it here or there when I'm around family, some of my younger cousins or whatever, at Grandma's house, it gets put on or whatever. Um, and then I, you know, some of my early adult years, you know, I just didn't watch it. And then I don't know, within the last year I rewatched it again and I'm like, Oh, this movie is just so good. It just everything about it is great. The the characters there's, uh, there's humor, there's wit, uh, there's a heartfelt story in it. And again, it's, it, it kind of encapsulates a uh, kind of this feeling of a family, even if it's not your family, you know, family is kind of like what you make of it. And, um, I, this is also the first Pixar movie that was released after Disney's full acquisition of buying Pixar. And so that movie would be the first, the original cars. Oh, interesting. I think cars is a great movie. I love everything about cars. Um, it doesn't quite have some of the emotional gravita as you know, the first two that I mentioned. Um, but there are some really sincere heartfelt moments in this movie. Uh, how can you not love Tomator? And, uh, it's just, I don't know. Some of the things, some of the movies that I think, or I think where, where Pixar does their best work is when they go, when they think outside of the box, you know, Um, you know, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Cars, um, some of their all time great movies, you know, the classic Pixar movies, uh, for me, Cars, even though it came, you know, 10 years after Toy Story, I still think is one of those classic, uh, Pixar movies and I love it. Great I went movie. for a little kick when I, when I kind of first got back into this movie, I watched that movie like three times within 10 days. I just kept watching. I'm like, this movie is great.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't argue anything about car. I love cars. I love the whole, the whole theme, the, the route, route, 66. I mean, I'm a, I, I love, I love cars, not, not cars, the movie, but cars in general. I like love that. The mystique of the, of, of, of that, uh, Mm-hmm. you know, the story of him going to this little town that was forgotten about, uh, cause they built the new highway. So people just pass them by and, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. One of the, one of the, one of the better rides over in DCA. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the whole, the whole land, the whole car's land is awesome. I mean, uh, I mean, it's,
0: it's, so, it's amazing how they just it took something out of an animated movie and made it realistic, physical, yeah. you know, you can, you can walk down the street of radiator Springs and I, I mean, it's a one for one creation just right out of the movie. And it's, it's incredible. It's beautiful. Yep.
2: Yep. All right. Well, cars didn't make my list, but it would have been up there. Uh, so far, (laughs) most of these ones you guys have said were on my top list at one point or the other, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but for my number three, um, I went with a movie um, that we'll just call it practically perfect in every way. Uh, so we have our <laughs> Uh-oh. first. So we're gonna have a repeat. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, my third movie is Mary Poppins, nineteen sixty four. And from what I can tell, off the top of my head, I, I was trying to look at some notes too. Uh, not the first movie to have uh, combination animated live action. I'm mean, Song of the South had it, uh, so right. so dear to my heart, I believe had it, and then I think. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins was the third because that came before Bed-Nob's. Uh but everything they, they learned so much and they applied it all into Mary Poppins mm-hmm. just makes the whole animation live action more, seem more seamless than it was in the first, in the, in, in the first couple. I mean, I love Song of the South uh, debated putting it on my top four uh, just because, <laughs> oh, of really? it, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Just because of the, at the time when it was made, the whole combination of live action and animation together, you know, Mm -hmm. James Baskett interacting with a fox and a a bear, you know, it just, you know, singing with a cartoon bluebird on his shoulder. I mean, uh, how do you do that? Yeah. So, but uh, uh, Mary, Mary, Mary Poppins is my number three. uh, And some of the reasons why uh, nominated for 13 Academy Awards, it won five Academy Awards Best actress, Julie Andrews. Best song, Chim Chim Tree, which was a one of Cody's trivia questions that I got wrong, that James got right. <laughs> um, best music score by the Sherman Brothers, Disney Legends. I mean, uh, best film editing by Cotton War, Warburton and best visual effects, or best special visual effects, Peter Ellenshaw, uh, Eustace Slice It, and Hamilton Lusk. Starring Disney Legends, I mean, uh, Julie Andrews. Dick Van Dyke, David Tomlinson as George Banks. Um and if you watch if if you watch some Disney movies from around that time you're going to see David Tomlinson's name quite a bit in movies. He was in Love Bug that I that I just reviewed for my blog. So um it's got great actors, great music. I mean uh Spoonful of Sugar, Feed the Birds, Jolly Holiday, uh Chim Chim Cheree, uh Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Let's Go Fly a Kite, Step in Time. Step
0: in Time. I mean, yeah, it, they're all it, it, just so many great. They're all great songs. All, I mean
2: they're all
1: perfect, yeah.
2: If if I was doing a Mount Rushmore of movie soundtracks, that would be on my list for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That'd be a hard one. Like I I said, yeah.
2: 13 (laughs) Academy Awards. Like I said, one, one five, uh, again, like my other two movies in 2013, the United States library of Congress deemed it as culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant and selected it for, for preservation in the national film industry. Um, I was looking at some some of the things on what it cost to make, what it earned. It was between four estimated four point four million to six million to make. Uh, I, I found lifetime earnings of one hundred two million. I thought it was higher, but the profits from this film then led to th- that they, they put into the financing for Walt Disney World. So you got a movie, yeah, Mapo. Uh, Mapo, you've got the movie, then then helping to launch disney's second park uh so um you know and i want to say um it was nominated for best picture but didn't win and i don't believe a disney film has ever won best picture i think i heard that 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 trivia question somewhere but it was nominated and i want to say mary poppins lost to shoot i had it earlier and i didn't write it down um but it uh, at the end of the day it didn't win but uh very very easily could have would have been nice to get Walt Walt Disney a uh best picture uh academy award so uh my number 3 Mary Poppins like I said great cast um great great story I mean James we all we all have something on our list that's tied to Mary Poppins me and James have Mary Poppins Cody has saving Mr Banks um oh. That's saying I do love saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, I do love saving Mr. Banks for the for the kind of the backstory you get on the creation of this movie. Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
2: You know, uh, according to the Sherman Brothers, this this movie has Walt Disney's favorite song in it, "Feed the Birds." Every, every Friday, he would call them into their office, and he would they would play "Feed the Birds" for him while he stared out the window. So, um, great movie. This this is the movie that when you said Mount Rushmore of Disney movies, Mary Poppins is the one that popped in my head. Okay. It was the one if that's, this is the definite one. If I had mm-hmm. to choose one movie, uh, as you know, obviously by me thinking of Mary Poppins first, it, it would probably be Mary, Mar- Mary Poppins as one of the greatest Disney movies ever. Yeah. So, um, matter of fact, I'll probably watch it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I've seen it. I don't have enough fingers and toes to count how many times I've seen Mary Poppins, yeah. but, uh, like I said in my first very my my very first sentence, practically perfect in in every
0: way. So I mean, it's been about three months since I've seen Saving Mr. Banks, so it's it's about that time again. It, it's about that time, yeah. So maybe I'll watch Mary
2: Poppins tomorrow and follow it up with Saving Mr. Banks. It it, it both- is
0: really cool watching them kind of back to back in, in whatever order, because then you you see the things you know from the one movie in the other and. Right. You know, or you know, you see things being talked about in Saving Mr. Banks, and then you see it, you know, the follow through, yeah, in Mary Poppins, and you're like, oh, that's that's really cool. They, you know, they talked about this or, or whatever, yeah, right, yeah. And I, I mean, I love Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks as Walt, Walt Disney. I mean,
2: it's, I think he does a great job, uh, so Tom Hanks. It, I, <laughs> He's got, he's, he's got so many great, great movies. Uh, yeah. And I, I just recently, I, I haven't seen the whole, the whole thing yet. I've seen clips and, and portions of the movie where he plays that pilot that landed the plane in the Hudson. Sully. Uh, that's a great movie. Sully. I love
0: that movie. Yeah. Yes.
2: And the clips that I've seen from it. Cause I've, I've seen the clips of the plane crash and I've seen the clips in them when they're like testifying before the aviation board or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like, like, I mean, amazing movie uh but it is i don't think there's a lot of stuff that tom hanks has done that i didn't like i mean there's a few turds in there i guess but uh (laughs) yeah so mary poppins my number three kind of went off on a tangent with tom Tom hanks but that's all right (laughs) (laughs) so we've come to the last last one on our list for each of us and then we'll talk a little i guess about our uh our honorable mentions so okay it's all yours, all right. James. So, <laughs> so uh, before point. James goes, we got okay. James has uh, uh, animated. He has a com- combination animated live action, and then he has a pure live action. Cody has one animated, two live actions. I've got two animated with a combination of live action and animation. So, uh, so, so as I a was the last
1: As I was putting my list together, I was struggling with this last one because it kind of started, as Jason just mentioned, it kind of started following a little bit of a theme. I kind of chose the best animated one, in my opinion. I chose the best uh, live action versus animated one or combined with animation. Uh, Great live action, great storytelling. And so this last one, I thought about Disney and what Disney means to me and what it has meant to me as, as growing up. And one of the things that I think about with Disney is all of the different movies that came out that weren't necessarily animated um, back in the the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. All these great movies, you know, you've got all kinds of, uh, uh, you know... The Apple Dumpling Gang. You've got Tron. You've got uh, uh, the Cat from Outer Space. You got Freaky Friday. You've got the Parent Trap. You got all these different movies that all like very much make me think Disney. Uh, the ones that you the- may see on
2: Sunday night on the Wonderful a- World of Disney,
1: exactly. And I think that's where yeah. where my mind is going because as a kid, uh, you know, we would watch things on Sunday nights, and as a kid, you know. The world was a lot different than it is now, of course. You don't have access to Disney Plus and basically almost every video on your phone that you carry around with you. I mean, it was a big deal when uh, VHS tapes started coming out. And as a family, you would go to the video cassette rental store on Friday after school with your parents and you would pick out movies that you get to watch for the weekend and Disney would release some movies and then they'd put some of them back in the vault and you wouldn't see them for a while. And I just remember all these movies from that time period. I mean it's a pretty broad time period that I'm talking about. But I'm thinking of all those different movies and and that's kind of where my head was going with this. And it's kind of gone in a couple of different places. And it's even kind of been changing as we've been talking <laughs> during this episode. And so that's why I said that, you know, at the beginning, I didn't really have any honorable mentions until I started looking at the list. I was like, oh, you know, there's, there's lots of honorable mentions. Um, but this movie is one that I really think about. It's one of my earliest Disney memories, I think. Uh, one of the first movies that I remember seeing. Um, I remember one particular scene, uh, like very vividly seen it very young, um, and it is a live action with animation in there, um, and it's, to me, it's got one of the greatest soundtracks also. I could listen to this soundtrack all the time, even though, you know, all these movies that I'm talking about are kind of that old, corny type movies, um, so I know neither one of you have this on your list, and probably didn't even... But I'm
2: right cross I'm your radar at right all. Now.
1: You're you writing it down right now and I can um, I can I verify I can verify before I say what it is that you'll know what it is from my next comment. In the electrical street parade the the only float that I like in there is a I character from this movie. You're wrong. <laughs> the only character in that movie in that parade is from this movie and that movie yeah. is Peach Dragon. So yeah. I love that movie and I love that movie so much that I was so excited for the live action remake because I thought I can't wait to see how they do this. I can't wait to see the songs that they do, how they update them. If they add songs, if they do some of the old ones. And when I heard that they didn't do any songs at all, basically, I haven't even ever bothered to watch the live action or whatever the, the remake, the reboot or whatever you want to call it that they put in recently. Um, I just have no desire to see it because that movie to me is just uh, is just great. It just brings it's back so I mean, many. Yeah, and I know it's probably not a lot of people's favorite movie, but to me personally, yeah. it brings back a lot of memories from my childhood, and it just makes me think of Disney uh, from when I was a kid. So for me, that's got to go. That's got to go on my Mount Rushmore. So, Pete Dragon*. That's my All that's right. my that's my fourth movie. So,
2: so to recap for James: The Lion King, yep. Mary Poppins, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, and Pete's Dragon. There you go. Good list. All that's right, my James. four. <laughs> and you've got you got one from the sixties, one from the seventies, one from the nineties, and one from the two thousands. Oh, so you perfect. spread it out over decades. <laughs> nothing, nothing from the eighties. Right. <laughs>
0: All right. He doesn't. He doesn't really remember the eighties, but we won't yeah. talk about it. <laughs> um, I find it interesting on Cody's list so far. Seven.
2: So far on Cody's list, he does have one movie before he was born, but the other two are from after he was born.
0: Yeah, um, and so, not that I don't all appreciate it. the movies that came before yeah. I was born, because yeah. a lot of good stuff came out before I was born. But all of mine are oh. going to be before Cody was born.
1: Real, real quick, because as I was doing this and reading about Peach Dragon, on IMDb, there's a character in there and he plays the character, this actor plays the character, Dr. Terminus and his name is Jim Dale. I had, now I've, I know this actor because he's in several different Disney films and there's a couple other, when we talk about our honorable mentions, I'll talk about another one that he's in. I didn't realize that this guy is still alive, number one. And number two, as I started looking through his uh, write-up on IMDb, I didn't realize that I've heard this guy. And sometimes I, I love his acting. I love the movies that he's in. I love the songs that he sings. I didn't realize that this is the guy that does all the reading on the uh, audio books of Harry Potter. I didn't yeah. realize this was the same guy. And I'm reading yeah. this, and I'm like, because it talks about, you know, an actor, and the first one that's listed is Hogwarts Legacy, the video game that just recently came out. And I'm thinking, yeah. holy cow, what's he got to do with Hogwarts? And then I start reading down, and it's, he's the narrator, and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows? So I, I started looking into it. I didn't even realize that this is the guy from Peach Dragon, and I've got all the Harry Potter books on my Audible account, and I didn't realize <laughs> it's him. Reading all these voices, it's that was kind of crazy to me to to realize that today as I was looking through yeah. this. So that was cool.
0: Jim right. Dale. Um. Okay. That's cool. Um. I. Um. I played Hogwarts Legacy, and I didn't realize he made an appearance. So now I'm curious who he voiced in Hogwarts Legacy, which was a great game. It just says voice. It just says voice. Interesting. I'm yeah. I'll have to do some more research on that.
1: Yeah. As I was reading through things, it's like he's in the Guinness book of world records for the most, the highest number of different voices or something like that is crazy. Like he's, if you listen to the, if you, if you've ever listened to the Harry Potter audiobooks, he does all the different characters and he's got different voices for all of them. I mean, I've listened to him before and thought, wow, this guy is amazing how he does all these different voices. I just never realized it was the same guy from back then, from back in those movies. So anyways,
0: that's all right, Cody. Cool. Um, all right. I'll, I'll have to do research on that later. We're doing a podcast here, Cody. Yes. yes. Um, (laughs) Something that you mentioned when you were talking about, you know, leading into your your Peach Dragon and going to with your family to the VHS rental store on, on Friday nights or whatever. What I, do have some, I do have some memories of that myself. You know, there were some years in my youth where, where Blockbuster and Hollywood video were, were still around. Of course, at that point, they were mostly renting DVDs. But, you know, the concept was was the same. And, you know, this was pre-Netflix still. Um, um, but I was, it just made me realize that we have a couple of, of very young listeners on our show and I don't know, I I guess they're getting older now. They may not be appreciated being called very young, but, but Jake (laughs) and Sophie, uh, they probably don't know blockbuster, you know, (laughs) it's just, it's just crazy to think about, you know? Give no. them give them a rotary phone and watch watch their mind blow up. They won't know what to do. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, that was just a thought I had when when James mentioned uh, the the VHS rental store. Um, I thought okay, I thought you so, were trying to send your movie like this it was
2: one of their favorites too or something.
0: Oh no 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 no. no. Yeah. Um, my favorite my, or not my favorite, but my last movie on my my Mount Rushmore here. Um, this is a movie that I got introduced to maybe seven, eight years ago, maybe eight, seven, eight years ago. Um, it came out in 2007. Uh, it's a live action movie and it's made by Touchstone Pictures. And this, I have, I have referred to this before as my, uh, before I realized that it, was owned by Disney. I, I used to say this was my favorite non Disney movie. Um, this is also the movie that made me fall in love with, um, um, Oh, that, that looks really good. Now I'm blanking on the stupid name. This is, <laughs> this is the movie. This is the movie. Oh, blah, 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 blah. This is the movie that really made me fall in love with Steve Carell as an actor. Okay. <laughs> um, purely because, I mean, yeah, he has a couple one-liners that are comedic, but it's kind of a dry humor, dark, witty humor. Um, but this role is more of a, a serious role. It's kind of a dramatic role for him. It's not It's not a comedy movie. Uh, I mean, you could probably technically it would probably fall under like a rom-com. Um, uh, but I think that this movie is a lot more serious than a lot of rom-coms out there. Um, and really just the, the portrayal of this character by, by Steve Carell. Um, uh, this is another one of those movies that I watch multiple times a year. Uh, this is a movie that my, my dad introduced me to, uh, within a year or two before moving up to Logan And he's like, Oh, you've never seen this movie. You're going to love this movie. This is great. And, uh, I, you know, we watched it together and I was like, you're right. I loved that movie. Um, (laughs) there's just something about, uh, Steve Carell's character in this movie that is just, he's just kind of been dealt this, this bad hand. You know, he, he's a widower, his wife died and he's just kind of carrying on trying to, he's got three daughters and he's just basically living his life for his daughters, making sure that they're okay, that they have what they need. And he's kind of let go of his own personal needs. Um, and it's just kind of a beautiful story. Um, anyways, the big reveal, uh, this, the movie is called Dan in real life. Um, starring Steve Carell. And there are some other, uh, not- noteworthy, uh, actors and actresses in this, in that film as well. Um, it's a beautiful movie, heartfelt. Um, you know, it, it deals with, you know, love and grief, and you know, losing somebody sooner than you should. And, you know, it's got some great comedic, uh, parts to it as well. And, you know, this would be one of those movies that I will always come back to and just love. So, This one, this one is up there for me with, with saving Mr. Banks.
2: Nice. Dan in real life has a connection to the whole Mary Poppins saga. Emily Blunt played Mary Poppins returns. (laughs) So
0: that indeed Mary, uh, Emily Blunt was was in Dan in real life. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right.
1: Cool. That's one I yeah. actually haven't I, seen. I am a big Steve Carell fan, so I'll have to watch that one. But I have not seen that yeah. one, so
2: it's a great movie. I love when he yells. I love when he yells. Kelly Clarkson. But that's in a totally different movie. It's <laughs> a different movie.
0: <laughs> that is no, not that, Disney. <laughs> there's there's a there's a great quote in this movie that. Uh, I find a way to work it in where, wherever I can, and you'd be surprised how often I can work it into situations that have no relevance whatsoever. But the quote is from one of his daughters in the movie, and she's upset. He he sends her her boyfriend away or whatever, and she she turns she starts chasing her boyfriend down the driveway or whatever as he's going away in the the car that comes to pick him up, and she turns back to yell at Steve Carell's character, which is her, her dad, and she says, "You are a murderer of love." <laughs> and i i i work that in wherever i can so i have seen dan
2: in real life once and i um i will watch it again uh when i get to review it i think it's on my list of my first 20 or so that came oh nice so
0: yeah um but I have, I have seen it once. So, so I, that, that is a movie that I will suggest to people when, you know, especially I get people that come to me for, for uh, movie suggestions and they say, I want a non Disney uh, movie suggestion because that that's, they just assume that's going to be the first thing I suggest yeah. to them is Disney, <laughs> some sort of, their- <laughs> Hey Cody, what movie should I watch? And <laughs> please don't. Do something else besides Disney, please. And so this is kind of my 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 <laughs> roundabout way because it, it it's touchstone, and most you right. know the, the you know the layman wouldn't know that that is owned by Disney, and and it's I yeah. wouldn't really call this a Disney movie. Um, so, but however, you yeah. know James said he hasn't watched it, but so I, I highly recommend it, James. I I think you'll be pleased with it cool i will give it a
2: shot all right on to my last one before we do our honorable mention so this movie was actually considered by Walt Disney to make in the early 1930s and 50s uh but just couldn't figure out how to do it at the time um and it is a tale as old as time uh <laughs> my number 4 on my mount rushmore of disney movies is beauty and the beast um and like James picked the Lion King, I, I think you could have picked any movie from that general yeah. area. Like you said, the Lion King, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, uh, uh, Aladdin, Hercules, Milan, Hunch. And they were, I mean, they all have their, you know, they, they, they were all in that same period. It, it was, a, it was a return to, you know, starting with the Little Mermaid, a return to the original. Let's tell, let's tell the story. Let's, let's have a fairy tale mm-hmm. uh, that people, People will generally know, uh, and even you mentioned uh, Lion, Lion King. Now, granted, not based off like a Hans Christian Andersen or a Grim Brothers fairy tale, but based off Shakespeare. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's a story that that, that people knew. Um, and I chose I chose Beauty and the Beast. And the the tagline on the post that I have here is the the most beautiful love story ever told. Um, like I said, they they attempted to do it you know, to to develop something back in the thirties and fifties, just couldn't couldn't do it. And the main reason I think I chose this one over any of the other ones from that general area or that time period, it was the first uh, animated film to receive a Best Picture nomination at the Academy Awards, not not in an animation category of Best Animated Film, but Best Picture overall. Uh, it didn't win though; uh, it lost. You guys want to take a guess on what it, what it lost to 1990. Uh, It came out in 91. So it would have been the Academy Awards in 92. I'm Uh, not sure. Anthony Hopkins.
1: Oh, silence of the lambs.
2: Lost the silence of the lambs.
1: It's a very different
0: movie.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It did win two Oscars though. One for best original score, Alan Menken. And then one for best original song, Beauty and the Beast music by Alan Menken with lyrics by, Howard Ashman. If you know any of the movies from that time frame or you know Disney movies, you know the names of Alan Menken and Howard, Howard a- Ashman. Two other songs, Be Our Guest and Bell, they were nominated. You had, I think, three of the five or six songs in the category were from the same movie. So they had like a 50% chance of winning that award. Uh, in 2002, like my other movies, it was uh, deemed historically, culturally, or aesthetically significant and selected by uh, the, the United States Library of Congress for preservation in the national film registry it uh american film institute ranked it as seventh see it's weird so they ranked it seventh in their top 10 animated feature films in 2008 uh which i think it could have been higher but it's got like lifetime earnings of over 400 million dollars uh so that is my last of my main uh (laughs) Mount Rushmore movies. So I've got Steamboat Willie, uh, Snow White and the Seven Doors, Mary Poppins, Beauty and the Beast. One theme I have through all of them, they were all selected for preservation in the National Film Registry. Um, That's not why I chose them, but they just happen to be all, uh, they were kind of a, you know, a first in each of their, you know, first nominated for a Best Picture. First, you know, just started the whole animation thing. Yeah. Mary Poppins, uh, 12, 13 Academy Award nominations. Uh, so, so that is my top, that is my Mount Rushmore. Uh, so I'm
1: I'm surprised that Mary Poppins was the only one that, that, uh, repeated.
2: Yeah. And that's cool. Starting out, I thought maybe we'll all have one the same. And I thought we would all have Mary Poppins the same because I know Cody loves saving Mr. Banks. Mm -hmm. So I thought he may relate that to Mary Poppins and maybe I figure saving Mr. Banks would be on his list. (laughs) Uh, I thought he might include the reason for saving Mr. Banks. But um, yeah. Yeah. So I've got my final thoughts, but we, I mean, I know, I know we want to share our our, uh, honorable mentions first. So.
1: So some of my honorable mentions, I mean, I think I've kind of already talked about them a little bit. One of the things when I was coming up with my fourth one with peach dragon, one of the, one of the other movies that was coming out or coming to my mind was uh, the parent trap. And also, Hot Lead yeah. and Cold Feet is the other one that I was referring to that Jim Dale's in, and both of those movies utilize technology where they have a single actor playing two characters, and so they have the split screen. Obviously, Parent Trap, Haley Mills, where she's playing her twin sister, and then Jim. You mean Dale, Lindsay Lohan?
0: <laughs> no, I,
1: I, 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 I don't acknowledge that version I haven't oh. even seen that version
0: well, I'm, It's the better one You should watch it
1: Is it? Is it? Yeah, It's I mean, good, it's I don't really know good. if I oh, call man, it the better one I don't, know. It's better. I don't know, I like the original I can't
0: stand right. that song from the first one
1: Which one? Let's get together?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I love that song That's a fantastic oh. song
0: I can't stand um, that
2: song
1: so so those are a couple, Parent Trap, Hotline, and Cold Feet. You know, Jim Dale, of course, playing twin brothers in that. Uh, I think that's a funny film. Uh, as I was thinking about some of the other uh, live-action ones, I think I mentioned some of them, Apple Dumpling Gang, Cat from Outer Space, Tron. Um, also with the animated ones, obviously, some of the ones we talked about, Beauty and the Beast is definitely up there. Same with Aladdin for me, Little Mermaid. Um, there's so many that I think could be recognized so but those are just a few that stood out so those are the ones that i listed as some honorable mentions there
0: all right cool cody um yeah my honorable mentions uh some of them uh, at least two of them i had kind of already briefly brought up those would have been toy story and the first pirates of the caribbean movie um it's i mean you're talking about all-time great Uh, animated movies, Toy Story is definitely on that list. Um, Toy Story is also very um, significant, you know, for the type of animation that it was and everything. And so, uh, and it's a great story. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, uh, while I do enjoy all of them, you know, I I think that the first one is my favorite. Um, And then, you know, I think the order in which they came out is kind of the order and how I favored them. So, um, but I mean, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, like we said before, is just, it's a, it's a classic movie. Captain Jack Sparrow is a great character and and truthfully without Captain Jack Sparrow, uh, as far as the movies are concerned, there is no Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, my, my third and fourth are, Uh, animated movies. They are on our, uh, movie ranking, uh, that we've been doing for the last, however long now. Um, and so those two were, were frozen. Um, I believe frozen kind of, um, you could argue tangled, uh, but I think frozen was kind of like the, the, the beginning of like the second Renaissance for, Mm -hmm. for Disney. I don't know if there's an official era uh, or a period name for for that generation of uh, uh, of movies, uh, I think second renaissance is is pretty fitting because they kind of had a string of early two thousand movies that that weren't performing all that well. Uh, Home on the Range <laughs> being one of them. Um, <laughs> it falls it falls into what they 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 refer to as the revival era. Revival. Okay, so again, it, the, kind of that same thought or you know behind um a renaissance a revival so yeah. uh and then the my last one that i have which uh, i did rate a hundred uh on our uh disney movie rankings um a beautiful family centered movie uh, idea family um and that that was lilo and stitch mm-hmm. i think that's a great movie and and, and you can't go wrong with elvis mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely (laughs) agree those those were my honorable mentions (laughs) all right
2: uh let me pull up mine here um so i'm gonna start i think mine go in order maybe maybe not uh we'll see so for my first honorable mention i went i went way 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 back to the beginning and the reason that disney is celebrating their hundred year anniversary uh it was it was a Animated short film that was never released to theaters. It was basically used as a promotional thing to try to get a distributor. When they finally got Winkler Pictures to distribute uh, the Alice comedies, it's Alice's Wonderland. Uh, it was created back when they were in Kansas City, uh, when they were the Lafogram Studio. Uh, they went, you know, quick, quick. Uh, long story made short. They they went bank. He went bankrupt in Kansas City. Moved out to L.A. Took this movie with them along with his brother. Got Winkler Picture Pictures to distribute it. And they signed the contract on October 16, 1923, for them to distribute the Alice comedies. That was the start of the Walt Disney company back then known as the Walt Disney, uh, Disney brothers. It was the Disney brothers cartoon studio. So again, without, you know, uh, Steamboat Willie, you don't get to Snow White, but without Alice's or Alice's Wonderland, you don't get to Steamboat Willie and Snow White and everything we have now. Uh, it was the very, very beginning. Right. And you you can actually see, you can see that. they, they You can go to YouTube and, and, and find it. But, uh, you know, the animation is not that great. I mean, uh, <laughs> you do get to see some old footage of Walt Disney from the 1920s, which is cool. Um, and it uh, yeah, starred Virginia Davis, who who starred in the first what, 15 or 17 Alice comedies. Uh, but, yeah, that's my first honorable mention. Um, my second one, which I almost, th- this was the one I was debating about putting in in the in the in the top one is Tron, from 1982. Uh-huh. You know, not a blockbuster, but the first one of the first ones with using computer gener- generated graphics, uh, which now they do uh, for basically everything. Right. Um, it it earned Academy Award nominations for best costume design and best sound. I was shocked that it was snubbed in the best visual effects category, which is what the whole movie is. Yeah, but. The director of the movie said the Academy thought they were cheating because they were using computers, so they <laughs> did not nominate them for the award. Um, and then what, I've got a quote from John, John Lasseter, who uh, directed Toy Story. Uh, if you know Disney, you know Lasseter. He said, "Without Tron, there would be no Toy Story." Uh, so uh, I thought I thought that was that was pre- pretty interesting, and one of the reasons why it, it, it made my honorable mentions. My third one is The Little Mermaid uh released in 1989 marked the beginning of the disney renaissance where we got films like the uh, beauty and the beast and aladdin lion king pocahontas hunchback hercules milan tarzan uh, it won two oscars uh for best original score alan manken there's that name again and best original song for under the sea alan manken and with music or with lyrics by howard uh, ashman it was the return to the like i mentioned earlier the return to the the traditional Disney fairy tale story uh, that that they started with, with Snow White and all that. So that was my third. And then my fourth, uh, me and Cody both have the same, one of the same honorable mentions. I had to go with Toy Story, even though technically was not made by Disney. It was distributed by Disney. Um, They made a lot of money from it. Uh, Disney premiered it on November 19, 1995. Pixar premiered it the next day up in San Francisco, And then it was released on November 22nd, 1995. Uh, It is one of only two animated films to make the uh, American Film Institute's list of 100 greatest films of all time. So not just animated, the 100 greatest films of all time. Two of them are animated. One is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. The other one is Toy Story as the only two that that make their top 100. Uh, The director, John Lasseter, he won a Special Achievement Academy Award for it for the development an inspired application of techniques that have made possible the first feature length computer animated film. Um, it was also nominated for three Academy Awards for Best Music, Original Song, You've Got a Friend in Me, Great Song uh, by Randy Newman. Uh, if you watch Big Bang Theory, that's one of my favorite scenes is when Penny and Leonard are getting uh, uh, married and uh, her vows to him are this, the words from you've got a friend friend of me. And the, 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 the guy in Vegas says, isn't, isn't that the song to uh toy store? And, and she's like, yeah, he loves that song. He's got tears in his eyes. And he's like, I do. <laughs> you know? uh, uh, and it is another one of the movies that was, uh, deemed culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant and reserved and preserved in the national film registry. So, um, there you go. There cool. you go, Cody. Did you have something?
0: No, I uh, accidentally hit the... I oh, okay. The I thought you were them. raising your
2: hand. So uh, <laughs> like, like we did say, this was made before Disney actually acquired Pixar, but they were the distribution company. Mm-hmm. So they were working together. Uh, Disney officially bought Pixar on January 26, 2006. Uh, thank you, Bob Iger, for that. Uh, so I think that's one of the 100 things he bought while he was the (laughs) ceo the first time uh which it makes sense i mean that pixar at that time was coming out with better movies than disney yeah you know their their quality of their animation Mm -hmm. was like so so what do you do if someone's beating you buy them go and snatch them up make them part of your company so uh
3: so that's that's when
2: uh some of these names you might know joe colin pete doctor john lasseter they were the they were the writers for toy story so Bring them into the Disney fold. You know, Steve
0: Jobs had better things to do anyways. He was working on creating yeah, the iPhone.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was he he was able to sell Pixar. Get it out of here. So uh, there you go. I, this is probably one of the 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 funnest shows that I've prepared for in a long time. Uh I mean I have fun every every show. I I, I like watching the movies, but yeah. sitting down and actually thinking you know, and all of these honorable mentions could have easily been in my in my top four. Yeah. And then there's yep. fifteen or twenty that could have easily been honorable mentions uh, yeah. that I that I didn't mention. You know, um, like my favorite, Pinocchio, like Cars, uh, uh, Toy Story. Side story was also my first date with my wife, Marsha. That was the first date we went on. We went to the theater. I I, I took a woman I had just met to the theater to see a cartoon. So <laughs> and she actually married me. So, uh, um, But yeah, it was, it, it was, it was, it was fun. And you know, you could, uh, you could ask me this, we can do the same show in a year and, and some may move out of the top four, um, move into the top, you know, right. who knows? Uh, I, maybe I look at it a different way next time. Maybe I look at it the way Cody looked at it or James looked at it instead of kind of, I did, yeah, you know, I think mine was more maybe technical as far as
0: uh, historical how it moved. The,
2: yeah, history, historical how how it kind of moved the company along a little, maybe. Yeah, uh, got them to the next point, got them from point A to point B, where they were the next going to point C. But uh, and like like I said in the beginning, nobody's wrong. I mean, right. uh, I, I told Cody I'm going to go listen to that podcast to see if we have any of the same ones, uh, and none of them will be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Right. With whatever they choose, I mean, they could pick Hannah Montana, whatever, and they're not wrong. That's just there. was their Mount Rushmore. I mean, so was it was a good movie.
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I do. Yeah, have, it was fun. I do have a couple. I reached out to Brianna to see if she uh, and Riley wanted to try to come up with four for their Mount Rushmore. I think you didn't. You say you have one for Amber. Yeah, I do, Jason. I do. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't mind me. Sh- Sharon, real quick. Uh, I just reached out to Brianna today, and it's funny because I, I didn't give them a lot of time. I just, you know, earlier today, I said, hey, we're doing this idea tonight. Um, you know, she had given me the their ratings for Zootopia, which we were originally going to do today, but we'll do on the next one. But then I told her about this idea. So she mentioned how hard it was to try to narrow it down. But I've got four for her and four for Riley. And I'll just do Riley's first. Um, he came up with Flubber hercules chicken little and ratatouille as his four and of course i don't have any commentary for him at all but you know i think they're all good choices i mean flubber's
0: Uh, a solid choice
1: yeah absolutely (laughs) and uh for brianna she came up with cinderella you know she's a big cinderella fan so I, i kind of expected that uh ratatouille she also put on there um beauty and the beast she put on there of course great movie and she was struggling a little bit with her fourth one but she finally came back and and said you know what my fourth one i'm going to do lady and the tramp so okay those are her four obviously all four of hers animated riley three of his four are animated but then he's got the flubber in there so those are their two contributions to our mount rushmore discussion for tonight
2: Awesome. Yeah, and then Amber sent in some of hers via text. She she actually listened to the. I, I didn't prompt her nothing. She she said, "Oh, here's my here's my rating for." She gave me a rating for Z- Zootopia, which we're doing next, and then Moana. Mm-hmm. And then she said, "Oh, I have a I have a Mount Rushmore for you too." So awesome. she chose all 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 animation. Uh, she went with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Cool. She went with Sleeping Beauty,
0: mm-hmm.
2: The Little Mermaid, and Aladdin. Nice.
0: Um, Solid. So,
2: and, you know, obviously, Brianna and Riley are part of you know a younger generation. Amber's a few years older than them, I think, because uh, she was born in, she was born in '90. Uh, when was Brianna born?
1: 2001.
2: Oh, uh, so ten years, so a whole
0: decade.
1: Wait a sec, 2001 or 2000?
0: It's not 2000. Lucy was born in 2000. Oh, Lucy's yeah. so older than be Brianna.
3: Okay. It's
1: got it. 2000. Uh, Man, now I'm questioning. I guess it's 2001. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be two thousand. But my point is,
2: they're they're younger. That you know, most majority of theirs were, with the exception of Riley, had a, a live action. Most of theirs are animated, and a lot of the times when people think at Disney movies, they think animation. Sure. Uh, but animation is if if you look at that eight hundred and five list, animation is a percentage, a small, a smaller percentage. Small of percentage. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you've got tons of live action. Uh, you know, back in the fifties and the sixties and the seventies that that you would. You like you would see on Sunday nights on the Wonderful World of Disney, or when when uh, VHSs were first, Disney first released movies on v- VHSs. They didn't do any animated. It was like the Love Bug, and I think Peach Dragon was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, it was not until a couple of years later that they started to put uh, the animated classics on there. And the reason, side story, I think the reason I read that they didn't put the animated cartoon classics on because they at that point they were releasing them every couple of years back in the theaters and they thought that would hurt their 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 theater cells so yeah, right. um so you can see as is even cody how many animation did you have one one cody's younger gen- gen- generation where i mean although i guess mine blows it away because i did have two and a half animation i guess so uh <laughs> but yeah there's there's tons of great uh great disney movies uh and then you get into later years when they added touchdown in hollywood pictures um, you yeah, know touchstone uh, originally i think was it ron miller who introduced touchstone so that they could they could do a little more adult movies and i mm-hmm. believe flash with tom flash was the first yep. first touchdown movie yep. uh so um there's there's a lot and some i was I I mentioned I was doing that list of all the the movies where I was breaking it down and there were some movies on there. Like you kind of didn't realize Dan in real life was associated with. There's a bunch of movies in there that I was like, I didn't know that was touchdown or, or Hollywood pictures. So technically falls under the Disney umbrella. Uh, so, and then, uh, yeah, I, I, I had fun. So yeah, it was was, was like, it was like one of the original Cody's corners. So
1: (laughs) yeah, it was a lot of fun putting it together, trying to think of it.
2: So. And definitely will be one of our longer episodes because I'm looking at the clock right now. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but good stuff. Uh, if you're still here listening, thank you <laughs> thanks. for, uh, thanks for sticking yeah. around.
1: For, yeah, for, for sticking around. And, exactly. And, and wake up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, before we get any alibis done, I do want to mention some social media stuff. If you want to, uh, go over to Facebook, you can like us there at talking Disney podcast. If Twitter's your thing at talking Disney, Instagram, at Talking Disney Podcast on TikTok, where you can see all of James's fake news. Uh, <laughs> at Talking Disney Podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, go to YouTube, search for At Talking Disney Podcast. Email us uh, anytime you want with any questions, concerns, comments, uh, show ideas, your 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 Mount Rushmore of uh, of a Disney movies, and we'll and we'll share it uh, next episode. Uh, you can reach us, Talking uh, TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com and then we have our website where the show is loaded. Prior to making its way onto all the various streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., and you can find that at www.talkingdisneypodcast.com. So, yep, that's all I got, guys, for episode 116 Mount Rushmore, Splash Mountain not closing yet. Uh, A <laughs> little Reedy Creek update, and uh. If you're working for Walt Disney, look for that pink slip on your desk when you come in to work in the morning. So, because it may be there. So, what else you guys got? Got anything before we get out of here for this beautiful Thursday night? That's, That's it. it. All right. Well, good job uh, on your guys's Mount Mount Rushmore's. I was like, like I said, I was I was excited to see what they were, but I think I was more excited to see your your rationale for them or why you, you know, your, how you got to the Mount, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Right. Um Cause you know, with the, with the actual Mount Rushmore, South Dakota, uh, the, the sculptor, I think his name was, I got it here. Gutzon Borglum.
0: Uh
2: The reason he chose those tight? four is because, of, yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, the reason he chose those four was those four specific reasons. But if you would have had another sculpture choose the four, he might've choose four different people to put up there, you know? right? Uh, so, and, and if you did it today, it might be four completely different people. Um, so, yeah. yeah, interesting. And and you can do Mount Rushmore's of anything. I've done these, type, not in this capacity, but I've done them for, uh, like, my sports teams. Somebody will post, hey, what's your Mount Rushmore of of the Raiders? So, you know, you choose your four. Or of the Giants baseball team, or whatever it may be. Uh, you can do a Mount Rushmore of Disney characters, uh, Disney rides. Uh, there are some ideas for future Cody corners. You're just, Uh, you're just loading me up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, um, awesome. Awesome. I mean, you can, I mean, you can do Mount Rushmore of just animation, Mount Mm -hmm. Rushmore of just, just live action. Uh, so, uh, Mount Rushmore of Pirates of the Caribbean. You'll have to leave out one, but it could be (laughs) the honorable mention. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Good times.
0: Yep. Uh, That was fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Cody. Yep. Uh,
0: Thanks for participating. So,
2: yes. Yes. It was fun. Uh, and then uh, if you, uh, if you want to, if you want to check out my Mount Rushmore and a little more of a description of each movie that I didn't talk about, uh, check out my blog, WW or not WW, just go to walking down main street, USA. And they'll be on there later tonight. So cool. Uh, and that's all I got I started an hour late.
0: Yeah. My bad. technical
2: difficulties. <laughs> uh, so we'll get the show, uh, loaded up here and
0: then I'm going to bed.
1: So sounds good.
2: So, uh,
0: James is going to, again, if you're YouTube videos and then go to bed. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh, if, uh, if you're still with us, we thank you. Uh, for taking the time out of your your day or night whenever you may be listening to us we really appreciate it thank you thank you Um, and that's all we have for tonight so until next episode we'll talk to you later bye bye see ya yeah folks and me and my pals hope you had a swell time oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh mickey Uh it's that time
0: Uh, what time is that minnie Huh? Oh.
1: No, now it's time, time to, to say goodnight to all, all our company. Companies. Oh, no, not that
0: Sean.
1: M-I-C.
3: See
0: you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because, because we, we like you. you.
3: home